0: the following content feels safe admitting it now that you've broken up with her we didn't try your girlfriend's potato salad because it looks suspect and we weren't sure it was supposed to be that color start the show Yeah, that what what color was it? Uh, I don't know. I gotta pull out the swatches for that one. It, it wasn't yellow. It wasn't yellow. Okay. <laughs> so so that, that was the first problem. Uh so yeah. That's some that's some of them shit. Sometimes you gotta admit some shit after the relationship. Uh but you gotta make sure it's safe. Yeah. You gotta read the defense and then go, look, man, I'm gonna just tell you. I knew she was fucking that nigga. I didn't know it. I didn't see it. But she was fucking somebody. She's just not a real friend, man. Yeah, She's supposed was, to tell your boy that while it's happening. But of course, niggas don't listen. Well, you if- know what? But you know what? I, I've evolved on this. And yes, I am the nigga who's going to tell you immediately. Ooh. That was a strong it, pour, What it it? it? it didn't mix at all. It's all sitting right there on top and, and I I usually don't shoot people bail for that because I because I'm not a fan Oops. of you having your, you having your people look stupid but I've been in that same situation and I didn't believe it and not only did I not believe it it resulted in a fight mm. not a fist fight but it resulted in it, that we fell out over that shit and she turned out to be right and Old girl was definitely fucking somebody else. And I was the only one to not know. Damn. Um, So I'm kind of, you know, I'm I'm a little, I try to give people a break on that. I'm not. Now me, if I see it, if I see something, I'm saying something. Just so you know, don't fuck up around me. (laughs) Do not. (laughs) And don't think I'm, I'm cool. I ain't that cool.
1: You know, that's my boy, right? Now, Come on, man! You know
0: this, my boy. I'm I'm going to introduce myself. Yeah, I'm going to introduce myself to you and to him. Oh, what up, man? Oz. Oh, you good? You all right? Okay, okay. See, you got a little, got that strong grip to be in the gym. See, you got your little athlete. Good for you, girl. <laughs> Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the weekend foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz.
1: And I'm broadcasting live from a location that is currently not in the state of emergency or <laughs> subject to an 8 p.m. curfew. <laughs> so not Florida? My goodness. Boy, I tell you. Niggas
0: don't know how to act.
1: I almost worry that once this whole shit is over, we're not going to have anything to talk about anymore. <laughs>
0: Oh man, white people fuck up enough. We will always have something to that talk is about. Also true, and
1: niggas fuck up enough too.
0: They're definitely niggas fucking up. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I I I suspect I suspect that when outside is open, open is is legitimate when when the, when the all clear is given by the CDC. I suspect there will be quite a bit of fuckery for that first like two weeks. Years. We will definitely be potting off of that. Two years. There, there's One
1: hundred. There's just going to be a streak of fuckery.
0: I told you it's going to be the purge. The likes of which we have not seen in our lifetimes. It's going to be the purge. And nine times out of ten, I'm going to be involved. Yeah. And people
1: are going to do, people are going to get excited about regular everyday shit that
0: they probably didn't do. Pre-pandemic. Niggas just going to be posted up at Waffle House yeah. at 2 in the morning for nothing. Like his turkey leg hut. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just around the block, just to be out and up in the middle of the night. Nigga, we finna get up on this, ult- uh, this Ultimate Frisbee, nigga. What's up, nigga? Hold on <laughs> Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> They're
1: going to be out there just doing random shit. Just
0: for nothing. Just, yeah. I mean, niggas going to be niggas gonna be taking weird hobbies. Oh well, you know, while I was while I was on quarantine, and I got into dressage. <laughs> Where the fuck did you find a horse, Hey, fool? We finna roll up to Walmart, man. <laughs>
1: shit, man! I'm just shit. I'm just gonna see. I'm just gonna see what it is, man. I heard some hoes there, it. You know what I'm saying, man?
0: I taught my I, hey baby, how you doing? I taught my horse how to do the Humpty dance. <laughs> Y'all just gonna be doing some dumb shit for, for like two nothing. years. Everywhere gonna be the spot. Hmm. Remember back in the day when the when the when, when the right gas station was the spot? Yeah. It's that's still the same over here in my neighborhood. I'll say sunny
1: side ain't changed much. If you go to the Chevron on Cullen and Almeda Genoa, next to the liquor store, which is next to the quote unquote sports bar,
0: every every day at five PM, it's lit. Not far from there, on uh Fuquay and Buffalo
1: Speedway. Oh, I know exactly the one. The one right around the corner from Screwed Up Records and Tapes. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right, right. Think, or, right it's called next to the bus stop. It's called Buffalo Food Store or something like that. It, it has like a handmade sign. It doesn't even have like a, an yep. actual neon sign. It's yep. just just that a vinyl banner that they made themselves. Everywhere got they spot. I never see
0: anybody go in or out that store, but I see them in Everywhere. front of it all day. And you can tell when you go because I used to I used to go in there periodically. Uh, Cause I catch the bus. I used to catch the bus across the street. You can tell that shit ain't been touched ever. That's the easiest clothes you ever worked. Um, <laughs> it is episode one thirty. Yep. Uh, shout out to all my shout out to all my new listeners. What the fuck are you doing here? Uh, glad to have you. Yeah. Hope who I hope whoever referred you here, y'all are still cool with.
1: Right. <laughs> after this was <is> over. <laughs> Uh I don't know what they told you about this. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh it's probably mostly true. Yeah. Uh shout out to all my new listeners, shout out to all my old listeners. Um shout to shout, I mean, shout out to everybody from Spotify to SoundCloud. Um Do I have any individual shout outs this week? Oh. Happy birthday to um a friend of the show, the broke socialite herself Ariel is turned 30. <laughs> Happy wow. birthday. Right?
1: Wow. Where does the time go? It seems like just yesterday she was twenty nine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean They just grow up so fast. They do, man. Um i am I'm so happy for her. Uh can't wait till can't wait till this, this outside shit is a little better. Definitely want to have her back. Think she turned up right now? Guaranteed. mm guaranteed oh. if i was if i was sure she'd answer i'd call her she off of Alameda somewhere hmm? no she'd like uh, no she she probably i think she'd like fifty fifteen or something probably oh. if i had to if i had to hazard a guess oh. she'd moved away from third ward but she always gonna be a she always gonna be a third ward chick that's her style okay. be careful out there i mean you know the the numbers is high everywhere so it's be careful everywhere
1: that is also true.
0: You know, but yeah, we definitely hope you, we, we hope you're doing good. Um, we hope you having a a fun, safe, masked up uh, birthday weekend. Um, like I said, if I was sure you'd pick up, I'd probably call you, I'd, I'd probably call you and bother you, but uh, you've, you've been saved this time. Yeah. Um, it's okay. She'll be on the show again one day. I will say sooner than later. Um let's see, flowers. You you had somebody you wanted to get flowers to. I do actually. Um let me let me go back to it.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Flowers go to Shao Zhi of San Francisco. She is a
2: what? <laughs> Who is that? Uh-huh. What? <laughs>
1: okay. All right. Uh, Flowers. (laughs) Go to 76-year-old Chow Zinzi of San Francisco. Um, um, I I will say that she is an Asian woman. Yes. San Francisco, who many of you might know as um, the woman, one of the unfortunate number of um, Asian-American citizens who have been attacked in racially motivated confrontations. Um however this young woman decided that she would go full hacksaw Jim Duggan. She was with the shit. And slap the shit out of this motherfucker with a two by four repeatedly.
0: Man
1: uh, When when the footage picked her up, he was on a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> she was being restrained by police with the two by four still in her hands, ready for that action. Um
0: She was with the shit. She was telling them she was telling them when they when they pulled up. Yeah. The shoes with the shit.
1: Yeah, she she told him what was happening. She was like, "This motherfucker hit me in the eye. I beat his ass with a board,
0: and I socked
1: his bitch ass. That's <laughs> yeah. what happened." So y'all go ahead and get him, like, put him on that stretcher. You need right. She, she, she was still try- Like it was full wrestling. She was still trying to hit the motherfucker while he was on the stretcher. Uh, you need me to put it in a report yeah i'll write it down i'll sign my name on that get the fuck out of here is it what this camera is it this camera yeah keep them both on <laughs> shit uh, she still had that two by four
0: i don't give a fuck he in the stretcher he can get it again <laughs> shit
1: yeah um it was well,
0: all they could do to keep up from climbing in the ambulance after this motherfucker that's all i'm saying
1: so yes uh it's definitely okay to bludgeon a racist with a two-by-four. Um, I, I 100% endorse and condone that, um, especially if they try to come at you. Um, just slap them with a two-by-four. Uh, two-by-fours are legal. They're legal to carry, I believe. It's true. Um, it's true,
0: especially in Texas.
1: You know, I, I think, you know what? I think if you really wanted to curb gun violence or really see what somebody is made of, mm-hmm. replace guns with two-by-fours and see who's about that action. Real talk, and all day you would just hear the sound of whap, whap. Oh, that must have been a racist, getting the shit slapped out of him.
0: Some with construction take, lumber. I I take all my cues on how to approach racists from uh comic book uh, comic book demigod and legendary Nazi puncher Jack Kirby. <laughs> yes, uh, I always say to myself, "What would Jack Kirby do?" And most of the time, the answer is going to be Jack Kirby would have knocked the shit out you.
1: Yeah, he he said that template back in the '40s. This is true. Just so y'all would know, uh,
0: one so, of the co the co creators of Captain America. Yep. Also legendary Nazi puncher. Yes. Um. So, uh, good for you. Good for Ye- you, madam. Yes, ma'am. Uh, keep whooping them racist ass. Yep. Uh, I have somebody I want to get flowers. Actually. Yep. Um, as y'all know, yesterday, well you as you locals probably know by now yesterday there was a reported active shooter supposedly at the at the Galleria Uh, I did not even know people still went to the mall Um, especially in a pandemic and um, basically what really happened is there was a there was a fight basically there was a a guy slapped his woman Mm -hmm. her father and brother were present they chased him down through the mall, ran him down, beat the unholy fuck out of him. Then got up for, and then he got up talking shit. Round two was about to go down, and it sounded like gunfire. But what happened was some display stuff fell, mm-hmm. and it made a loud bang. And all of a sudden, everybody was running, reporting an active shooter. Mm-hmm. When it was actually this dude. Running from an ass whooping, he caught ass whooping number two outside. Ran across the street. I saw.
1: Okay, I saw a video of a dude kind of laid out in the street. In if, the street. In traffic. Yes, <laughs>
0: that was him. Correct. Hey, so, and all this resulted in an active shooter situation. Now, well, no, get get your shit off first. No, I'm, I'm gonna let you finish because you're probably going where I'm going with it. The reason, the reason we know all this happened and the reason we didn't just go off of the, the random uh, white people's TikToks of people running is because there was a brave young man who on Twitter is known as Malik McGee or Takeoff Tez of Arlington, Texas, Okay. who kept his phone on the situation the entire time. And when they ran after this man out into the walkway, he ran after them. Mm. Niggas are the best on scene journalists <laughs> you have ever met in your fucking life. Because <laughs> they're so, gonna keep that
1: phone ready. Because they
0: gonna keep that phone ready, and that phone is always go. I've never seen a phone run out of battery life. Mm-mm. And he kept the whole spectacle. He he filmed the whole spectacle, chasing the people that were chasing the dude.
1: Yo, give this man a job in the field.
0: Get, man,
1: ABC thirteen.
0: Y'all need a we need a new K-H-O-U Wayne. U Eleven. Yeah. We need a new Wayne delfino You know what I'm saying? You know, Wayne Delfino see, except except we need we need we need an all scene man on the street with hands. Wayne Delfino yeah. used to get his ass whooped.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: They were sick of him. He had to stop doing that <laughs> shit because they they know what he looked like now. They were sick of him. He was taking that ass whooping. I remember the nineties, it was him and Geraldo taking ass whoopings all day. Geraldo used to get he used to get his shit broke. Little, little <laughs> did we know back then how much he deserved it. Like I, I,
1: I kind of, uh, I'm kind of glad he got hit with that chair. You know what and I'm saying? I feel like he didn't get hard, hit hard enough. Now
0: you know what I'm saying? Bust him right in his mustache. You
1: know, I also want to back piggyback your flowers. Okay, with flowers for the father and the brother who were on scene. On scene. This is what y'all need to realize, fellas. First of all, don't hit women. Ever. First of all, don't hit women. Ever. Especially in the presence... If their father and or brothers are present. Don't ever. It doesn't matter what happened that day. It doesn't matter what terms they're on. Nothing before that moment matters if you slap their sister or daughter. As a person who is a brother... As a person who is also a brother, and a person who has a father, and who's also an uncle, two, two nieces. I cannot tell
0: you how many times that we have wished a motherfucker would. My parents warn people. They've seen somebody talking to talking to my sister who didn't want to be talked to. Yeah, it was like, see that see that nigga over there in the black. Keep talking to her if you want to just I'm going to I'm going to mind my business, but don't let him see it. There
1: was a time a few years ago when uh, a parent of one of my nieces classmates was getting spicy about some shit that her son had done to not only my niece, but other students in the class. And my my sister had to promptly warn this woman or this family, actually, because it was a mother and father had to promptly warn them. Before y'all get anything twisted, I have a father, a brother, my husband, and my niece's father, all of whom are somewhat unhinged. They're all over six feet. (laughs) They all have hands.
0: And my father has a gun. Shout out. All that to say. Shout out to take Off Tez for holding it down on scene. Shout out to those gentlemen for holding their for holding their 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 sister slash uh daughter down on the scene. Hashtag protect black women. Yes. That's what that's we talk about when we talk about
1: protect black women.
0: That's <laughs> you, what it's gotten to now. If
1: you gotta beat a nigga in traffic.
0: <laughs> in galleria traffic. Yeah. In Galleria it was, after three o'clock traffic. There were a lot of cars out there not moving. <laughs> Annoyed. As this man peeled himself. Fuck up out, out of the way. Fuck out of the way. Whatever y'all do finish it on the sidewalk. Please. Oh man, yeah, that was that was pretty classic. Um actually your your flowers actually go into today's humans ain't shit. Mm. Um, I've been known, this, so a lot of stop the stop Asian hate debate, all that rhymed, I, I didn't mean for it to, but it did. Um, so there there have been, there's been a great deal of violence against Asians, particularly the shooting, wasn't the shooting in Georgia? Uh, I think it was Georgia. And someone someone went to several i guess massage parlors mm, yeah he went to like he like he he bought a gun first of all let's highlight the fact that he bought a gun went to one establishment shot people there and then went to another one and shot people there repeated this two or three times all in the same day You can't get registered and vote in the same day. You can buy a gun and kill people all in the same day. Let's point. Let's start there. And killed people. Killed Asian people. Apparently, because I don't know. Apparently, the story on this motherfucker was that he hadn't had sex.
1: I mean, that's not that that matters. That's often that often goes hand in hand with it. Um. The the part that pissed me off and pissed a lot of people off was, we're we're always prepared for this shit. The the actual, I don't I don't know if it was the arresting officer or just like the police chief or somebody, when describing the incident, right, said that, mind you, this is a person who just killed eight people. Yes, in in three locations in okay. a day. All right, this officer who was speaking. About what happened, said, it looks like he just had a pretty bad day. This isn't changing lanes. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta. One of the movies. We we already know this, y'all. We we already know this. Like, quit fucking humanizing inhuman people, right? And and you know, and, and people debate like, say it, say, call it what it is, call it, you know, call it a hate crime, call it a terrorist act. I, okay. Well, we get, let's start
0: with murder. And right. Go from let's, there. let's
1: go from there. Let's let's stop trying to humanize this motherfucker by saying, "Well, you know he, you know Wendy's forgot to put ketchup with his fries." So Man, fuck out of here. You know he was just a little bit off. No, the motherfucker plotted that shit. He is a murderer. He's fucking evil,
0: and needs to be burned alive. So let, so right. So let's start there. Now we started there already. What was done was unconscionable. What was done was unconscionable and they need to th- th- throw this motherfucker under the prison. Um so right there, the violence uh, the violence against Asian people, Asian people who to my knowledge ain't done nothing to nobody is unconscionable. We don't want and 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 it's horrible to and it's horrible to see with already so much horrible shit going on in the world. Now, let's take it to the next level. The Asian people have been telling y'all what the vibes were and that this was coming. The Asian people been telling y'all what the vibes were since this shit started. And we know how this shit started because Trump was out here calling shit the Kung Flu and y'all thought that shit was funny and blaming China for the, for the, the, the pandemic, which Trump finds a way to blame China for everything. Except making those cheap ass hats that he sells, y'all, and the neck beards, uh, the the niggas who who ain't got shit to do but shave their back hair, buy this shit, and they go harass Asian establishments. As a result, mm-hmm. it's an act of cowardice. It's a it's an act of cowardice. Like y'all y'all are really out here. There's no debate. There should be no debate.
1: Hemming up people who are defenseless, who didn't do shit to you. Um, and by the way, the, the, the Venn diagram for people who believe it's a hoax, who also don't believe in masking up, who also blame
0: them for all this, is a, a solid circle. It's a solid circle. It's a it, solid it, circle. It's a full overlap, 100%. What the fuck y'all are mad about is that you, your life of luxury,
1: your your ability to get over on people at any cost, and, and people's willingness to allow your bullshit to rock is in decline. You see that. You see people coming up, you see that people have a voice that you cannot, you know, you can't control anymore. Um, you see a lot of the imperialist gains that you've made over the last five, six hundred years being ripped away from you. Um and, and 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 as a result, you want to you want to take down people who who can do you no harm. That's not right. Sorry. So my thing is if you really feel that way, walk in with your hands. You know, I, you know, go go to go to the corner of MLK and Solinsky. Oh, in South Park. Oh, oh shit! With just your hands, and 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 see what happens. Keep the same energy. Keep that same energy when they I mean, actually, you can go to that same corner strapped if you want to. Yeah,
0: I, I, I don't see. I'll say <laughs> I don't recommend that either. The outcome will be even the same. It will be the same. Whatever you got on you. Yeah. Somebody, somebody got
1: a bigger one. You're cowards because you choose your targets very specifically, knowing full well that you will not be punished for it.
0: One hundred percent. And let me, and let me pivot real quick. I want to get this one off too because this is important. Let me pivot to black people, real quick, because y'all ain't off the hook either. This dumbass debate y'all having on social media about. Why should why should we stand for stand why should we stand up for the Asians? Why should we speak up for the Asians? The Asians they never spoke up for us. I want people to stop making generalizations off of the two or three uh, off of the two or three bad bad encounters you've had in your lifetime. I want people to stop making generalizations because yes, personal experience is a thing. It should not be the only thing. Because the truth is Asians have stood up for us quite a bit. We weren't out there at the Black Lives Matter marches over the summer by ourselves. And I can tell you my support group got Asians in it and they held me down pretty well. So just as as soon as you can go to your personal experience I can go to my personal experience and it's just as valid. As a matter of fact, even if we take personal experiences out of the equation a simple Google search will tell you that there are countless, countless Asian-based asian, asian based activist organizations that have loudly and proudly stood with black people during times of strife. The same people that are fucking with us are fucking with them. It, it's that simple. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. And. By not standing, by by choosing which enemy to stand with, by choosing, by not choosing the, our Asian brothers and sisters, you are literally the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That means you are literally being white supremacy's friend. Fred, you know who knew this? The nigga y'all, the nigga y'all been lionizing lately. Like y'all just found out about him, Chairman Fred Hampton. Hmm. He understood this. Yeah. Y'all missed that part of the movie. Cause niggas wasn't just out there by themselves. Y'all, y'all, you know, y'all pick and choose all the time. Talking about talking about who, what Fred would have done, and who, and how Fred could have existed today. It couldn't have been one of you niggas. Cause Chairman Fred understood that we we can't just be out here by ourselves if we're trying to win. Yep. Y'all want to be out out here by y'all. Y'all want to be Wakanda so bad. We don't live it. We don't live physically in an area that allows that. So we need. So you need allyship. That's where intersectionality comes in. But y'all don't understand that because y'all out here talking about what's in it for me. When has speaking up for racist, speaking up against racism, on selective convenient occasions ever solved anything? Mm. Cause I'll be damned if I'ma let white supremacy slide no matter who they did it to. I don't fuck with Kanye the long way at all. If I see the white people rolling up on Kanye rolling up on Kanye to put hands on him, I'm coming. And I'ma put the fifth war B's on him. I'ma still tell him
1: that his music sucks though. <laughs> Bro, let this be a lesson, man. I save you from this ass whooping. Don't give us no more Yeezus. Stop making music. Also, shut the fuck up.
0: All that. But I'm going to be damned if I'm going to let the white man get one over. We're going to have that conversation in the locker room. But I'm going to be damned if know. I'm going to let the white man gain an inch. Ever.
1: That day he said slavery was a choice, though. So I, I I think I would have let him take a couple.
0: Uh, he. Okay. I would have let him take a couple. Hip hip. I, I didn't say I'd jump in immediately. I'd be like, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I Oh, all right. Stop hitting him,
1: please. Yeah, I was
0: saying I, I, I ain't jumping in immediately. <laughs> you know, I'ma take a minute to I'm gonna take a minute to put my good shoes yeah. to put my good fighting shoes on. He still gotta take a piece of ass whipping. You know what I'm saying? A piece. One lump, just to see what you got. Yeah. All I'm saying is you want people to, you, you want people to, you want people to stand with you, but you won't stand for anybody. You won't stand with or for anybody or anything else. What happened to just standing for some shit because it's right? Well, I think that's a problem. Like we don't teach
1: character anymore. This is a recurring theme through most things in society right now, but people only care about themselves. I'm, I'm sure we'll touch more on this a little bit later. Oh, 100%. But people genuinely only care about themselves and and their livelihood and their personal safety and don't realize how other people's livelihoods and personal safety is interconnected with your
0: well-being as well. Because the second white people see that it's okay with everybody for one person to take an L, they're going to test the waters and see who else it's okay to yeah. infringe, to 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 infringe their power upon.
1: You have Dylan Roof walking into a church and murdering nine people and still getting a whopper to go.
0: And still getting fast food.
1: And that's 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 how this kind of shit works. Um unfortunately.
0: Um I, when you allow when you allow shit to slide. All that what does somebody do for me? What do you stand for?
1: Turkey Lake. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: What do you, personally, what do you stand for? What do you stand for when you stand to gain nothing from it? That's character. That's Mm. how character works. Mm. Who you are, what you stand for, and what you're willing to do about what you stand for when you stand to gain nothing from it. And from what I can see, ain't none of y'all got that shit. Mm. And that's why none that's why we're in last place and that's why we're going to stay in last place cuz you toothless motherfuckers mm. toothless. stay with an excuse to be chicken shit. I told you all that. Get your fucking shit together. Get your shit together and ask yourself some hard questions about what you about what the fuck you stand for. All that get money, all that this is my time, mm. all that this is my time. I'm gonna travel all over the fucking globe and shit. I mean, you are what W.E.B. Du Bois was talking about when he said creating a talent talented tenth was only gonna create a group of entitled assholes. You, you are what he was talking about. Get your shit together. Get you some fucking character the way you the way you want to get money so bad. Cause that's what's because that is what's gonna heal this it was is gonna heal this community,
1: but I like traveling.
0: I like travel too. I miss New York Song of the week actually did you did, do you ha- um we talked about it last week do you have do you have that ready that ex- that exclusive you told me about oh no no it's, it's not, not ready no nah, not yet coming soon I'm not gonna say any more yeah. about it on it coming soon. Very excited to debut some shit on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, last, I haven't, I've actually gotten to debut anything on this podcast since uh, Starman. Oh wow, Scotty Spitting. Yeah, I still jam that shit. Shout, man, shout out to Sky Spittin'. Yeah, funny, funny. very accessible dude on Twitter. Very nice guy. Yeah, he texted me just now. Actually asked me why I'm not hanging out. Um,
1: we gotta get him to come through one day. They were watching a game somewhere, and I. Oh, yeah. completely didn't pay attention to it but i'm here doing this anyway
0: uh yeah shout uh shout out to sky Spittin. love your music definitely want to get you to come through and uh and and definitely interview you or something see what's up he's a funny dude man he is man he doesn't remember me at all but <laughs> i was at uh we were at uh when, 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 when Peace of Mind was doing the, the, the Wednesday nights. Yeah. And he was there one night. He was just, he was talking about how trash Derek Fisher was as a coach. Yeah. You can't be fucking, you can't be fucking the players. You can't be fucking the players' wives, man. You can't be doing that. I mean, you know. I mean, you can. It's not going to end you well. Can. It didn't end well for it, Derek it, Fisher. It ends well with a dude <laughs> hopping the fist to whoop your ass. I was say. uh. Um, let's see i don't break i don't I don't break enough artists anymore. well I do break a few artists oh. uh, let it be broke this is self talk by Alton Eugene mm. pour yourself something, get comfortable. I think this is a hot joint uh, we're gonna have a good show and we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go.
3: Hello me. I'm so proud of you You don't always get it perfect But it's alright You don't have to overthink Don't get in your head Why so serious? It's just a joke Chill out for once in life. Sometimes I know I can be My own worst enemy But that's just me Low key What I've done, a thousand things differently. Hockey, these are just some of my thoughts. Cause every now and then I need a little self talk to get my head all straight. I can't be the only one who feels a little bit crazy here or there. Please don't say. Hello, heart. It's okay to feel. In a cold world, it's so easy to numb out just to deal. And by the way, why compare yourself? There's only one of you. So what's the point? Becoming somebody else. Sometimes I know I can be my own worst enemy. But that's just me. Shoulda, coulda, woulda done a thousand things differently. Hockey These are just some of my thoughts. Cause every now and then I need a little self-talk. To keep my head on straight, I can't be the only one. Maybe I'm lacking perspective It depends on your perception and what you see Every now and then When my world's a little tense I just whisper to myself You're okay Slow down and breathe I just summon my thoughts cause every now and then I need a little self-talk To keep my head on straight I can't be the only one Cause there's a little bit crazy here and there, So I who cares that I'm scared? Hello friend, you are not alone you're not crazy. Well, a little, but honestly, aren't we all. Is quarantine over?
0: And that was self-talk by Alton Eugene. Um,
2: you know, I, I,
0: just nice old school R&B type shit. You heard it here first. To Dance Joint. I mean, it's I, well, it's it's not a premiere, but, but it's it's lesser known. Most of y'all probably heard it here first. Most of yeah, if you heard it, you probably heard it here first. And I just, I want more, and and I I want, I'm going to start pointing this out more because I want more credit for it because I played a lot of motherfuckers that went on to get a lot of rotation out Mm -hmm. of you motherfuckers. I've been paying attention on the Spotify Mm -hmm. feed. You know, I was playing Victoria Monet early, I was playing Lucky Day early. You were? I was playing Summer Walker. Early. I told y'all. and, I, and Guess what? And I told y'all Summer Walker was going to have a year. She did. And Summer Walker indeed had a year. I was playing Normani. You know, I just I just wanted to be known. That I put y'all on to some motherfuckers that you may, you may not have caught on to on the inside track. I just want to put it out there. And if you want to hear any of those people, and you are a Spotify or Apple listener... Put in Opinions While Black featured music. It will take you to a playlist featuring all these songs, including the one you just heard. Um, It's updated every week, as is this show. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: In fact, Jess the Curly Nerd just this last week said, Oz's taste in music is chef's kiss emoji.
0: (laughs) Shout out to Jess. Uh, Love what you do out there. I was was a Curly Nerd fan, for real. Um, That's part of what got me to do this,
1: actually. Yeah, we did like 128 episodes of that. We did a ton of episodes of that. I didn't realize it until I was looking at it the other day. Damn, did we just surpass Curly Nerd? Yeah.
0: Like just Just <laughs> Damn. just. Wow. Yeah, we were doing that for like four years. Oh man. I got man, I mean, I got some work to do. Saying. Right. Um, let's see what's going on here. Justice League. Did you watch the the much debated Snyder cut of Justice League? Yes, my dogs woke me up at
1: six o'clock in the morning when I was going to sleep in <laughs> on Friday, and I said, "Fuck it,
0: let's get this over with." I wasn't going to pay any attention to it at first, to be honest with you. I was like, Mm-mm. "I'll probably watch it casually while I'm doing something because it's free." Nope. Um, because I, I I get HBO Max free, and I it was just that four hour that was just hard to. I don't know if I, I was I I know if I could surpass that, man. I didn't know if I could really just climb that mountain. It's why I had to do it in the morning. I had to do it in the morning when As I didn't did have I. anything
1: else to do. Correct. Um I wasn't going to fall asleep. So I was just, I was awake. Right. Uh I made breakfast, I folded clothes, and I was right
0: there on the couch watching it. I did the so I started it. I got 15 minutes and I got annoyed super early. I got annoyed early because, and, you know, with an with a, with a experience like the Snyder cut, I'm not really worried, that worried about spoilers, but if you're worried about spoilers, just kind of fast forward this like five minutes. Um, There's a scene at the beginning where there are little blonde girls staring at the water singing, I don't know, Irish death songs or something. I don't know. <laughs> Zack Snyder is a, is obsessed with slow, depressing music. Yeah. If you need an example of how Zack Snyder is obsessed with slow, depressing music, the credits literally roll to a dramatic piano version of Hallelujah.
1: Yeah. The same one from the...
0: Watchmen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, oh. Just, oh. Hallelujah. And so once I heard that, I said, this is going to be a long... We are in for a long fucking day. So it's, I made breakfast and came back to it's it. four hours. I was yeah. like, I'm going to need protein and orange juice to deal with this. <laughs> so, because that's all breakfast really is. It's protein and orange juice. It's sugar and bread. And and some sugar in there, too. Yeah. Um. Justice League, did it need to be four hours long? No. They could have did this in three. Endgame did it in three. They could have done it in three. They could have easily done in three, but we're seeing now that Zack Snyder is becoming one of those directors that, much like Quentin Tarantino, has to include all the things.
1: Well, you said that was originally a six hour cut.
0: <laughs> Thank, Thank <goodness> God. <laughs> Not get that one. Woo. That would have been tragic. Yeah, it would have. Um, I'll keep it short. Things I, things I liked about it. The thing I like most about the Snyder cut is that I feel like this is going to be the redemption, and the vindication of Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher, we've reported on him several times, fought, fought with the studio and fought with Joss Whedon tooth and nail over toxic behavior and the fact that his character got downplayed a lot mm-hmm. in Joss Whedon's version of this movie. We see now that that is the God's honest truth. Yes. Cyborg went from being a very basic background character to being the linchpin of this of, of of this movie, yeah, I would argue the same. We got to see Cyborg as a regular dude. We got to see Cyborg's family life. We got to see Cyborg winning football games. Josh Whedon took away his nuclear family. That man had both parents. That man, had, right? That man had two parents. Josh Whedon. We can we can say at this point, Josh Whedon destroyed the black family, man. You know, and we got to—I mean, we got to see him have a home life. We got to see him as a fully realized flesh, flesh and blood human being walking around the internet. Yeah, and uh, apparently giving some waitress tons of money. I've still not figured that out. Hey, uh, but hey, hey, a bag is a bag. Hey, I mean, we also got to see way more of Joe Morton. Yep brother from another planet uh Papa Pope
1: (laughs) I forgot about that trash he
0: will always either be Papa Pope the brother from another planet or that asshole from tap
1: Ooh, wow I forgot about that who got his
0: ass whooped by Gregory Hines which probably never happened in real life (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can't see Gregory Hines just putting hands on somebody man well,
1: especially since he's dead.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um So, I liked the redemption of Ray Fisher. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, no matter what happens with him in the studio, going forward, I, w- I hope we get to see Ray Fisher in more things. Because so far, the only other thing I've seen Ray Fisher in is True Detective Season 3.
1: Yeah. I'm sure he's done more things. I'm sure he's done
0: other stuff. Yeah, he'll he'll be all right. I think he'll be all right. He's he he, he he's definitely gonna come up in Wikipedia searches yeah. in the next week or so. Yeah, they they definitely
1: up the the profile on the Cyborg character. You actually you got to you got a chance to see exactly how powerful he is and and you know what he's capable of doing. Right. We right. also got to see more character development from the Flash as well.
0: So. Which- I am not and even though I like what they did with the flash here I'm still not a fan of this flash on the spectrum cuz that's kind of what that's kind of what yeah. they allude towards Yeah I'm not a fan of this flash on the spectrum just because I I've never felt like um Hollywood does neurodivergent people justice So I'm kind of like if you're not going to do it right just stop doing it Remember this is the same studio that had Ben Affleck playing an autistic person. Badly. Well, he was literally the autistic version of Jason Bourne. Ben Affleck plays most things badly. You know what? I'd rate to, to shoot Ben Affleck some bait, some bail too. I am. Ben Affleck has never been the trash actor. That he was made out to be in like the in like the nineties and like early two thousands. He was just picking bad shit. And he it took him a while to come back from Geely. <sighs> and Jersey Girl. <sighs> and Reindeer Games. Once we think, once he started really having creative you, you, control you, you over more shit, now. we started seeing him go a little harder. Yeah, they go all the way up to Argo or some shit. Uh, Argo was hard. The Town is one of my favorite movies. The town was hard. Yeah. And he di- and he directed it well. Did he direct Gone Baby Gone? I don't know. He directed Gone Baby Gone, that was good. He directed Argo, and that was good. And I think I think he started spreading his I think he started stretching himself a little better than being just kind of the the glib looking, good looking guy. I'm ready to shoot him a little more bail, and I didn't hate I didn't hate his Batman in this movie. I, I've never hated his Batman. Um,
1: I, I, I I did going from the theatrical version to this version. Right. They used seventy five percent less grappling gun, which was good because <laughs> that was the only thing he used in the theatrical version, and in this one he he at least had the the gauntlets that dissipated power, but didn't do much else. Which again shows why Wakanda's superior because Black Panther had the same technology in his suit. He could also he could also get that energy back to
0: you. It's true. It's true. He's gonna keep. Now is he gonna keep the same energy? He's gonna keep your energy and hand it back. To exactly. You. So yeah, go fun. With, we are Wakanda. Um, I'm not gonna go into a whole a whole un- unpacking of the whole movie. If you have questions after, you can ask me on social media. You know how it goes. Um, I will say this. The other funny thing was I love that the bad guy, Steppenwolf. <laughs> I love that Darkseid was leaving him on red for, like, centuries. Yeah. Dessade! Dark Darkseid's in the background playing Call of Duty. Tell him I'm not here! <laughs> tell him I'm not here. Man, Steppenwolf keeps calling me, man. Man, fuck Steppenwolf. If he got time to FaceTime, he got time to run me my 50,000 conquered worlds. I guess I will tell him, my lord. Run, yeah, you yeah, and, and pop my popcorn, too. Uh,
1: Steppenwolf, uh, I mean... He's he's not he's not here. He's uh, not
0: here. He's not here right now. Well, I know he's
1: there. Okay, well, I mean, but you know, he said, he "Yo, said, fuck
0: that big head motherfucker."
1: Yeah, you heard him. He Run said, "Run me my
0: fucking world." He
1: wants some worlds, man. Off the
0: fucking phone. You got time to talk on the phone? You got time to conquer some shit? Yeah. Run me my fucking world. Yo, fuck him fifty. Yo him fifty grand, man. He said fifty thousand more. Run me my shit. Fuck that motherfucker.
1: But man. I already gave him a hundred thousand.
0: Man, give a fuck. <laughs>
1: That ain't what I asked for That's
0: <laughs> what I asked for nigga I can count
1: Look man Just hit him Hit him back Hit them back When you got them 50,000
0: Call here again Catch these eye beams Motherfucker well, Tell him Tell him I have the Anti-life equation Okay wait Who all there I mean, it's, I'm coming, bro. I'm gonna bring it with me,
1: man. You got actually, you co- come see me, man. I'm on, you know. Now I'm when I come
0: in, you now when I come you ain't got the and you ain't got my shit. I'm gonna slap the shit out. To I'm you. I'm telling you, man. Right?
1: I'm it's sitting right here. I got it with me, man. All
0: right, all I got right, it with me right here. All right, bro. All right, I'm on the way, fool. All right, man. See, man, all, I, I told you, I take there, care. You. I mean, right. I got the boxes. All right, man. I'm coming. I'm gonna have the boxes. All right, don't make me fuck you up, nigga. No, we good. We good. All right, all right. Man, <laughs> we're going to earth, bro.
1: Yeah, my lord, I don't want to.
0: Fuck you know it. He you know he ain't got that shit, man. If he, but if he do got it, it's worth it, bro. Come on, man. I got gas money, dog. All right, man.
1: They pull up to the crib.
0: Hey, man, there you go. He got the shit. Hey, hey what's up? What's up, dog? Wait, wait, hold on. Uh, Is he? Are they jumping him? God. Who who the fuck is that? Is that Superman? You need me to get out the car, my lord? No, 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 no. Chill out, chill out. Turn them lights off. Turn them lights off. I don't want to see shit. Bet. Did they cut it? Oh, they fucked him up. Is that his head? Yeah. Oh, shit. They looking this way, bro. Back up. Back up. Back up. Fuck out of here. Fuck that shit. Bet. Fuck that shit. All them motherfuckers look hard. Fuck that. Bet. What about
1: about your anti-life equation?
0: Man, whatever, bro. We'll get that shit later. (laughs) Fuck that. Fuck that. (laughs) Man, get, get the fuck out of here! I, well, I don't even know this side of town. I bet got his jewelry all in his shoe. That's why I don't come to the south side. And that was and that was another and that was another episode of the Peace Theater. Thank you, thank you. Um, thank all you. in all, all that to say, that's actually an accurate representation of this a entire movie. Really good representation. We just gave y'all a spoiler. Um, all that to say. I'm not ready to say this movie is good. Because it's not. It still has the same problems it had before the Snyder <laughs> cut. Which is which is that the the five greatest heroes of all time ever assembled are fucking useless without Superman. Every problem they had this movie, we had to watch them get waxed for four hours. Just for <laughs> Superman to show up and fix all this shit in ten minutes. Are you fucking kidding me? Hey, at
1: least Superman's mustache wasn't fucked up this time. That top lip was looking all
0: right. Oh, that CGI lip! It was looking all right this time. Yeah, yeah, they fixed it. I'll give them that. But all in all that to say, Justice League ended up being a movie, a a better version of a movie that I still hate, and you know, a watchable version yeah. of a movie that I dislike. Yeah, uh, that's the best. That's the best way to sum it up for me. And it, and it really sucks that.
1: I know hindsight is fifty fifty or twenty twenty, sorry. Drinking.
0: That's my other problem. I'm not impressed with I'm not impressed yeah. when hindsight is twenty twenty, and you can see what everybody else has done right.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like you're still seeing what he was doing at the time when Infinity War <laughs> and Endgame Correct. were being done. And, you know, even though we shouldn't really compare the franchises, uh we have to, because they're both basically the same story.
0: Cha Cheo Hadari Coker... Uh, he was on Twitter. He definitely said that Justice League was McDowell's and Infinity and Endgame was McDonald's. Hey, <laughs> the DC heads the DC heads came for him, but that shit was funny. Fuck yeah.
1: that shit. And also, it's kind of a, it's, it's almost a waste because they're not going to do anything with anything it's, that was revealed in this. Exactly.
0: World and they almost can't yeah because half the half that cast is not coming back
1: no nope.
0: jeremy irons ain't fucking with y'all with nope. justice league jeremy irons ain't, uh diane lane ain't coming back nope amy adams is too good for this shit <laughs> ray fisher's not coming. ray back. fisher is definitely not coming back
1: jason momoa probably won't
0: jason momoa after after his solo movie he's not coming back
1: i mean jason momoa had some energy he was the first one to stand up for ray fisher it was like yeah
0: I stand up for him I ain't, I ain't doing these movies anymore yeah Ben Affleck definitely isn't coming back he he got sick of Batman fast he, he's already been replaced the problem is it took so long to do these movies and it took so long for them to redeem the same fucking movies over over and over again all these movies that they've had planned that they tried to roll out like Marvel did yeah. have been on the back burner for 10 years yeah and Marvel been rolling strong
1: Rock still talking about Blackout
0: <laughs> well, Rock- <laughs> Still talking about, the Rock been talking about Black Adam for a decade. <laughs> Holy shit, man! And this is why DC in the movie business is just—they are gonna be in last place for a minute. They just shouldn't—they shouldn't have done a connected universe at all. Uh, and, and right, right. They did if they couldn't if they couldn't nail down their actors, yeah, they shouldn't have been. No, they they shouldn't have done that. Yeah, and they have a different relationship with Hollywood than. Marvel did when they became their own studio True. before even before the Disney thing. Right. Um so that's that. Okay. Actually, I'm going to save this one for for a little later. Anita Baker. Hmm. So, Anita Baker is out of is is out of her uh contracted deal um I think it's been 30 years, I guess. Yeah, and and it's kind
1: of a It's kind of, there's still kind of a grayish area with that. Right. Um, So there is a stipulation that that says that um, after 30 years of the end of a contract period that um, music masters can be returned, intellectual property can be returned to the artist. Right. Um, Which she, which... You know, by all means, she should try to do she really 100%. should try to do that. Um, the problem is and not to get too technical. It, it depends on whether or not she was listed as a work for hire or under another type of contract at the time that it happened. Mm-hmm. It's going to have to go through a whole legal review, all this and all that. But the bottom line is that um, she is asking all of you to not stream or purchase any of her music until they run her her shit until they run her masters right and i think her first album is the one that's hitting that that 30 year mark yeah uh for the for the end of the contract and i think in another two years her second album like then every two years after that her her other albums um hit that 30 year mark where she can petition to get it back
0: basically nobody's house is gonna get cleaned on saturday nope nope Nobody's house is going to get clean because we don't have Anita Baker to do it to.
2: Sweet love.
0: What is your favorite Anita Baker song? <laughs> Shit.
2: Oh. By J. I'll
0: say it's like second. <laughs> Caught in the Rapture
3: is a classic. Caught up in the Rapture right now. Nothing else can compare.
1: Ooh, we're not in tune.
0: We didn't get a chance to warm up. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh yeah, that's my that's my cooking breakfast song. Yeah, um, but not all is lost. <laughs> because, we got some clean music.
1: Oh, we got so we got more than cleaning music uh, coming up on Easter Sunday. The next verses, it's gonna be Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers.
0: Oh shit! Oh, that's gonna be lit.
1: As one Twitter said, "I'm about to put everything in my fridge on the
0: grill." <laughs> Wait a minute! Earth Earthwind, five how many of them are still alive? I don't know. <laughs> I think there's, I think there's like one that's still alive. Is Philip Bailey still alive? I think Philip. Well, it might be Philip Bailey. I don't know. It might be. I got. We got to look that up. Um, because as far as I, as far as I know, at least two of them died in the past like ten, ten years. Yeah, Maurice. Uh, yeah, Maurice Bailey is gone. He's. I I think Verdine White died head. yeah. I'm just, I don't know who's still alive. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm that's, gonna that's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm definitely interested in the Isley brothers doing this. Um, as as we all know, anybody who knows me in music knows <laughs> that I am a fucking oh, I wish I had played that this week. I'll play it next week. Uh, new Alex Isley. Um, that I am an Alex Isley fanatic. There's literally that I, now. She is taking the reins of cleaning music. Who? Alex Isley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's literally nothing you can, There's nothing on earth that you can do that can't be made more delightful and pleasurable by just putting any Alex Isley music on. As a matter of fact, I can't believe I didn't play it this week. I'm playing it next week. New Alex Isley. Okay. Shit. Um... But, yeah. So, um... Support Anita Baker um she's given us so much good music over the years um when when just when we had canceled Tyrese, we <laughs> found out that she had a version of lately, <laughs> so we don't have to lose a perfectly good love song. <laughs> I mean didn't Jody she also have a version of no, no that's a different song, oh no, that's the Stevie Wonder lately, oh, yeah, that's the Stevie Wonder lately. Anita Baker redid Tyrese's lately.
1: Oh, I didn't realize. Which
0: that. was a strange cover, which is a strange thing to cover. It's not something I thought Anita Baker would just think to do. Maybe she was like, hey, yeah, he kind of fucked it up. Yeah, he man. getting the fuck out of here. I can go ahead and. Save this one. Keep the party going. I, yeah, I, I dig it. Now, Anita Baker is definitely
1: a national treasure, a national black treasure. It's true. Under one of probably the most underappreciated R and B artists that I can think of,
0: I'll say black famous.
1: Yeah, um, she is is amazing. Should be protected at all costs. Should be supported.
0: Should have her fucking masters. A
1: lot of y'all would not be alive. Facts. It's not
0: <laughs> facts. <laughs> Facts.
1: if not for your old man turning this on in the middle of the night and, and got that new and, Anita Baker yeah. hey and sliding up in there you know what i'm saying
0: you know uh so, was,
1: I'm sorry 80s babies
0: yeah, no, your parents dude. had sex to this i would say your, <laughs> your parents fucked your parents fucked just let let that sink in your mother got her back her back blown out to Anita Baker it's true it's true um what else is going I know on oh
1: you haven't seen your father in years
0: but sorry yeah. Oh, quick announcement! I didn't, I didn't report on this last week. I'm letting, I'm letting my people down. Just want to make a quick announcement: the Texas Southern, that the illustrious Texas Southern University finished their season as swack champs on the basketball court. One more time, just to let y'all know. Holding it down for Third Ward. Holding it down for Houston. Fuck PV. Should hear that? I said, "Fuck PV, fuck, fuck, Prairie View University."
3: Yeah.
0: TSU thought you motherfucking knew. You yeah. want to get an education? You want some, you want some trophies? You want some trophies in the case? Go to TSU. You want to get a, you want to get a degree in dominoes? You want to get a degree in dominoes and weave? You go to PV. Shut up. You want to get a degree Of twerking in the fountain Go to PV Shut up Fuck PV Hey I already know it There's a couple niggas things is. I know that listen to this Is going to text me They're going to blow up my shit Just
1: so y'all know I just handle the sound effects I, I,
0: <laughs> I went to U of H <laughs> <laughs> and, That uh, nigga said We got a Whataburger And our shit I don't give, We don't know, give a fuck so What y'all do. We got a Whataburger And a Chick-fil-A <laughs> um, Let's see What
1: I think both U of H and TSU got knocked out the tournament yesterday so (laughs) it is what it is
0: Um, what else we got going on oh Uh, it's a glorious day for us men oh why is it a glorious day for us men why one of the one of the one of the false gods has been exposed what Derek Jackson has been accused of cheating yeah not only was he cheating apparently he was cheating on his wife of four years in his marital bed Wait That's surprising
1: Well The fact of him cheating is not surprising
0: (laughs) Okay okay
1: The fact that it was not in his car But actually in (laughs) his bed He
0: actually left his car to go cheat (laughs) That's how you knew something was wrong (laughs) This, This nigga is guilty of literally All the things he says That all niggas are guilty of Oh goodness Fuck this nigga man Fuck this nigga! I'm I'm so I'm so happy to let him to let him be fed to the wolves, because he threw men under the bus for so long. And no, and but before you go there, no, I am not one of these. I'm not one of these people that's just blindly hating him and calling him a simp. For somebody who actively stands up for black women every day, all day, and takes these L's on the chest every day, all day, for really being concerned about black women's well being, it is it is upsetting to watch somebody and see the game for what it is and see the pandering and the hustle and the attempt to sell books and tour uh, and and tour tickets for what it is and for and for me to be given no benefit of the doubt what's and, and men me in particular uh, and some other men, because I know plenty of upstanding men to be offered no benefit of the doubt whatsoever, mm-hmm. and be thrown under the bus at a moment's notice. Anytime I, because anytime I tried to show people the okie doke, I was referred to as an evil cis cis hater man mm. who was just mad because Derek Jackson's telling the truth. No, what you see now is he was telling his truth. He was telling his truth because people that tell the because people that tell the truth about man woman relations don't have to put on don't don't have to put on airs. They don't have to do the performative bullshit. The people that care about black about black women's health and well being will actually care about black women's health and well being. How many times have you ever heard this motherfucker? This motherfucker can always say if he don't text back in thirty, he can talk about text back game and all that shit and who should be paying for what at the restaurant. <clears throat> How many times have you ever heard this motherfucker say the name Tamika Mallory? How many times have you ever heard this motherfucker talk about um, Breonna Taylor? How many times have you ever heard this motherfucker talk about um, Sandra Bland? How many times have you heard him talk about consent? How many times have you heard him talk about intersectionality? How many times have you heard him talk about trans people dying? How many times have you heard about him talking about the real problems that Mm -hmm. black women go through in this day and age? I'll wait. I'll wait, cause I already know the answer is none. Cause he doesn't give a fuck about any of that shit. He gives a fuck about keeping you fighting about the bullshit.
1: I'm gonna put y'all on game again. Go for it. You know how we always do it this time. Um, <clears throat> beware of the brother who's always trying to dispense, um, knowledge on on and. and, and and, and 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 listen to me as I say this. The brothers who are always trying to dispense that knowledge on how to treat a woman, or how a woman should be treated, or how you niggas ain't shit, and all this and all that—they're usually trying to get the draws themselves. It's a carefully orchestrated 100%. ruse. Hundred percent. People like Derek Jackson know the type of effect that that has on a certain segment of his listener base, and I'm sure. And and I've seen many fellas. themselves in this position before where they try to position themselves as i know how to treat a woman right hoping that the drawers will be thrown at them pandering motherfuckers pandering him and kevin samuels are the same type of person they they talk all this shit they 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 try to put themselves on that pedestal and they're coming for the
0: drawers and also kevin samuels ladies Before y'all be ready to jump on the Kevin Samuels train. Do me a favor. Look at the men. Taking up for Kevin Samuels. Mm -hmm. Each and every one of them. No not every one of them. 90% of them are fuck niggas. 90%. 90% like him. Because they're fuck niggas. And they they love watching someone be popular for tearing black women down. And calling it the truth. And the other 10% just like him because they have started confusing rude with keeping it real. That's a new thing now. Everybody everybody's so so ready to keep it real and keep it 100. Yep. That they have conflated rude with keeping it real. Keeping it real doesn't always mean rude. And the reason I and I have so much of a problem with Kevin Samuels, as long as we're talking about these fake ass relationship experts who have no credibility to their name. Usually when I go into a consultant or an expert or a therapist, a therapist office, there are diplomas on the wall. There is some educational Mm. background that tells me that someone vetted you to be doing what you're doing. Kevin Samuels has none of that. He has simply a degree in chemical engineering. He has a degree in chemical engineering, and, if you, and a simple Google search will show you that he has bad reviews uh, based out of Atlanta for either being for either being uh, having terrible customer service or not showing up to his appointments. Um, so before you, so before you, before y'all go on to suck his dick, let's look at his credentials. <laughs> take his take his dick out of your mouth. Ew do a google search look at his actual credentials and then let's have a conversation cuz then because then we'll be able to have a conversation about what this motherfucker really is he is riding a wave he is riding a wave of negativity and 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 aggression and hate against black women he does dog out the he does dog out the niggas too periodically but he definitely goes a lot harder on the women he's projecting He's projecting cuz he's twice divorced and ain't paying his child support. Oh y'all Oh y'all didn't know about that? Y'all from, y'all didn't look at that Google search? Mm. Arm yourself with information, guys. Mm. Arm yourself with information. It's your friend. It's true. <laughs> fuck this motherfucker. Fuck fuck well-dressed squidward. This nigga looks like this nigga looks like Squidward and Mister Peanut had a love child. My goodness, I'm just saying, fuck Kevin Samuels. And I, and yeah, I, yeah. Some people suggested that we should dash a challenge him to a boxing match. I'm not fighting that motherfucker. No, he ain't laid, He hasn't laid hands on anyone ever. That would be unfair, and I would go to prison. i I'd, I'd be I'd be Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction. Um. All I'm saying is, the reason these people piss me off so bad, and I don't want to stay on this too long, is that we're we're living in rough times, unprecedented rough times, at least unprecedented for people of this generation. People are going through real shit, and people are looking for healing. And yes, these people seek him out. That's true. But I still hold him responsible because people that are desperate for something... Because that's what this is. Desperation for healing. Yep. People in the desert that can't find water, if they're desperate enough, they'll drink the sand. Kevin Samuels is that sand. (laughs) He doesn't give a fuck about your healing. He gives a fuck about keeping y'all fighting about this shit. He gives a fuck about keeping you angry because there there has never been more profit in the healing than there has been in the pain and that's all he's doing who the fuck is this motherfucker to tell somebody that they're not worthy or that they're not worth something my god let me be the one to tell you if you don't listen to anybody else on this particular Uh moment listen to me you are worth it whatever the fuck it is you are worth it and it's going to take me more than me telling you you have to tell yourself every day this is a fight you have to have with yourself every day I know because I have it too yep I have it with myself every day about so many personal issues, about so many insecurities that I have in myself. And I have this fight to get up in the morning and fix it every day. But you know what? I win. Because I'm here doing this. Because this is important to me and this keeps me going. And if I can win, I know you can win. You don't have to listen to me. Just don't listen to that motherfucker telling you how unworthy you are. He calls some dude a fat. He calls some dude a fat fuck with a small dick. Nigga, fuck you. You look like a small dick. Suck my dick. And if you know him or you have access to him, turn your phone or your tablet, or have you listen to this, turn the speakers towards him so he can hear, so Kevin Samuels can hear me say, with all my might, suck my dick. Wow. Profit, some, profit somewhere else, not off of my community. Because you are not an ally to me, and you're not an ally to them. And neither is Derek Jackson. If I ever saw Derek Jackson in life, I'd slap the shit out of him. This is my vow. Shit. Fuck both of them. You're vultures. Both of you are vultures. That's all I got to say about it. I'm, you know I, shit. There's, there's a lot of energy behind that. <laughs> fuck the motherfuckers. Really. Uh I think that's a great moment to pivot to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Uh we have to now we have to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, not just because it's something lit that everyone's watching, but it taught us some things about our hero. Uh, Sam Wilson just found out in the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier or he just w- was reminded harshly that he is in fact a nigga. Um, huh. This was not something he had to worry about hanging out with Captain America and uh, his unhealthy obsess with friend Bucky. Um, him and his sister Actually, and I like that they, they they retconned it, like because you know Sam Wilson was from Harlem. The man for from, from New Orleans.
1: Man, that dude's from not even New Orleans. He was from
0: he's from the sticks. He's dude. from
1: the swamps. You know what I'm saying? Louisiana. <laughs> I was like, man, I think I've seen that road before.
0: I don't say what 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 scene of American Horror Story was this. <laughs> um, no, but um, they went in to go uh file for to try to get a bank loan. Yep. And the the bank teller, who even recognized him as the Falcon. Barely gushed over him, took a selfie with him, and then denied him a bank loan. If Man. you've ever wanted a picture of what it is to be a nigga in America, that moment was exactly it. He's gonna get thousands. Man hundreds of thousands of likes and comments off of that shit. Millions. He's gonna he's gonna end up getting a speaking fee just for that one time he met the Falcon in real life. Yeah. And Sam didn't even get a bank loan to show for it. He didn't even run the application. No look <laughs> as a, He I, didn't turn on the
1: computer. I was I worked in financial <laughs> services for fifteen years. The first thing I noticed was shit, he didn't even enter an application. Um, you know.
0: Um And that's even after being very familiar with his family's background. You know, he violated a couple of equal lending laws. I, I will I will say that. <laughs> um
1: I had to recertify every year. Um he was very presumptive. What you should have done is you should have run that application and then let the application decline him. And you can point out purely numerically why he was not approved. Anyway, but I
0: digress. The point is I will say, doesn't even doesn't that even take like a day? No, it's just <laughs> oh, pretty quick. Okay, so fine, fair
1: enough. A uh, little known fact, y'all. People know within seconds whether or not you're approved for a loan. Oh, a, shit. A, a big part of a big part of that discussion is them trying to figure out how to tell you you're not getting Ooh. that shit. Because I guarantee, you, when people are approved for loans, very quickly, immediately, like, oh, got you. We got you approved. Let's see what we can do from here. If you're not, again, because I've been in this boat. I, there are times where i as people are filling out the application, I'm like, man, I'm already trying to figure out how I'm going to tell them, like, this shit ain't going to approve them. And I see that shit come up, and I'll still buy myself another 10 or 15 minutes and, uh you know, try to explain to them. Like, a big part of my job was trying to explain to people that they were not approved for things. Right. But. In a way that didn't make them completely feel Lose like shit the fucking
0: shit right? yeah it, it's
1: it's it's a it's a tough job, but in this case, you know it again the guy didn't even run the application, so he knew what time it was, but imagine like imagine like this is America where you can you can help save all of existence all of existence. And as you pointed out, he was the first person to come through that portal. He was
0: the first one through the portal.
1: On your left, Captain.
0: It was him then the Black Panther.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Right. Shit. And, you know, imagine going to the bank and like, hey, remember that time I helped save
0: half of life in the universe. Remember that time? Because it just happened a few months ago, right? I got blipped out of existence and the first thing I did upon returning was save the world. Right. (laughs) Um... Well, uh, Mr. Mr. Wilson, it, it
1: says here that uh, you haven't filed any taxes in the last five years.
0: Yes, that's correct. Because I wasn't here. I did not exist. I wasn't here. <laughs> I was saving the world before I left. Right. As a matter of fact, I got my ass whooped. It's true.
1: And vaporized. And still came back and saved y'all.
0: Next to the king of Wakanda. Right. Um. Uh, so no, I don't, I, I, you no, know, I don't have any financial <laughs> history for the past five years, but you know,
1: I, you know, I got this and it's just like, so how do superheroes make money anyway? A valid question because it's one thing that it's, it, it, it's one thing that's it's, it's always been prevalent
0: in comics, but no one ever addresses it. Well, well, they, well, they have, well, here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to get too into the black nerd problems aspect of my, what I do. But historically speaking, um, when we talk about superheroes, historically superheroes don't get paid because that kind of defeats the purpose of the superhero myth. The superhero myth is that the superhero traditionally, and yes, I know in this context, Tony Stark bankrolled a lot of that. But traditionally in the superhero myth, being a superhero is a thankless job. Yeah. You don't get anything in return. Sp- that's literally why Spider Man is Spider Man. Spider Man was f- notorious yeah. for having a terrible life for ha- for saving all of New York, getting maligned in the press, and then coming home and not being able to help pay her, her aunt's his aunt's bills. Spider Man Two was exactly this: them sitting right. in the bank, getting denied, not only getting denied for the bank loan, but not even being able to walk out with the free toaster they were promised. And this yes. having to turn around the same five minutes and save the same bank that would not give him a loan to save his aunt's house. That is a superhero. Welcome that to- is the <laughs> thankless job of the superhero Welcome myth. to that life. That's that life. Yeah. And it, now it's different here because they were funded before, before Thanos. Anybody talked about how
1: fucked up it is that like Tony Stark didn't leave anything to anybody?
0: Oh, but- well, he left Spider-Man all his shit. yeah right (laughs) I mean
1: a kid that he just met a little white kid that he just met you know what I'm saying
0: Spider-Man got all that shit
1: you know maybe he still maybe he was still salty about about Falcon side with Captain America during that whole Civil War shit and he's like yeah when I die y'all niggas ain't getting shit
0: all I know all I know is Pepper sitting at home with all the Tony Stark shit Pepper ain't worried about any of y'all motherfuckers she like who this (laughs) Pepper, and that's and that's the other thing that factors into these stories. Pepper ain't worried about y'all, mostly because it is very unlikely that we that we will ever see Gwyneth Paltrow in a costume, in yeah. a superhero costume again.
1: And true to form, true to form to like the new to what people you know when people satirize the new feminist movement, uh, Pepper Pop sure did show up for the fight, <laughs> <laughs> do her piece, and then she was like, "Oh, my, my dude is dead." Ben. And
0: was out. We never saw her got, again after the funeral. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I bet you I bet you she's a social justice warrior taking all the credit for that shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she got the little she got the little pink panties on her head <laughs> Yeah.
1: I, I stood there with a group of very powerful women and, and we were the first
0: in line uh, to help this little boy who was running with this gauntlet. <laughs> I would pay money to see that picture because as it is in real life. Gwyneth Paltrow just perpetually looks like she just smelled something awful.
1: Somebody somebody needs to write some fan fiction with that whole that whole click of, like, the feminist Avengers.
0: Oh, God.
1: And, and like, Pepper Potts coming back to take credit for everything.
0: Oh, shit.
1: And then Tessa Thompson's character being like, bitch, you
0: did what now? <laughs> Shuri, uh, 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 Shuri and Okoye uh, ain't having none yeah. of that shit.
1: Like, what the fuck? Is, this white girl crazy?
0: Man, Okoye has the best are you fucking kidding me yeah. face. When the Hulk fell on his, head, when Bruce Banner busted his ass in that robot, and Okoye just looked like, "Are you fucking serious?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, all that to say. Coming
1: to new fan fiction, feminist Avengers,
0: <laughs> soon to be banned. Oh man, we yeah we yeah they they would cancel that shit. Uh, um, all that to say, and on top of that, cancel culture Avengers. They, oh, oh, the stories shit. write themselves. Oh. Oh, we're going to do an episode called Cancel Culture. So that's the name of this episode. <laughs> that is the name of this episode. Um, but all that to say, um, not only that, they hustled him. They tricked him into thinking he was doing the right thing, giving <laughs> up the shield and taking it to the Smithsonian. Bro. And the the military politely took that shit right out of the exhibit and gave it to a brand new...
1: Gave it to Cap- Bob, Bob from the mailroom.
0: Bob from the mailroom, Captain America, <laughs> who has... The most punchable face I've ever seen, probably next to Paul Ryan.
1: Yeah, someone said he has he had a Kelly Conway mouth. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. And I can't unsee it now.
0: Oh man. You know, i to this day I just told uh, shout out to my sister Latanza. Um I I told her that uh Derek Jackson looked like the R B version of Draymond Green and she she <laughs> cannot unsee it. She cannot unsee it now. Uh, <laughs> he just looked like what if Draymond Green was singing Meeting in My Bedroom? Wow.
2: <laughs> Does
0: Derek, Derek Jackson also breathe through his mouth? Probably. Because Draymond, Draymond
1: can't close his mouth for shit.
0: <laughs> that was unproductive for me to say. Well, the, the stupid people are like that. 50 Cent don't ever close his mouth either. It ain't closed his mouth since uh, 2004. Since he got shot in it. Ooh, oh, 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 Yeah. Oh, too savage. Too savage. Mm. Well, no. No, nah, it's not too savage. Well, that's a great place to take a break, actually. <laughs> we'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. You are listening to Sober Conversation with the Least Sober Team in podcasting. Pour up. And we are back. Mm-hmm. We are black. We are opinionated. I actually did not realize uh, exactly how drunk I am. <laughs> um, the 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 coke has been a heavy pour, yeah. but the the liquor has been even heavier. Yes. Um, and this this coke is so sweet that you can't tell the difference after a while. Shit. Uh I'm actually in the I am actually mid refill as we go into White People Must Be Stopped. Um Did you see where Biden Joe Biden uh Tripped up the stairs? Oh I'm sorry. (laughs) It's always funnier watching someone trip up the stairs. You know Kamala was looking at the shit like damn almost she had that Okoye look. She's like, Almost Yeah. <laughs> you have got to be fucking kidding me, Mr. Magoo.
1: She was she was ready to change the keys to the, to the Oval Office. Like, damn it.
0: She's still she still might. He ain't gonna know the difference. Um
1: This is also true.
0: <laughs> uh Joe Biden is actually he he actually just fired some of his staffers that uh it, that had been using marijuana. Apparently they uh, apparently you get piss tested in the White House pretty regular. Wow, I that guess
1: that definitely did not happen in the last administration. Uh, oh no! Oh no! Probably the t- not in the administration before. Uh, oh, <laughs> true. Bro- Barack well, Obama got the weed smoking lips now. Actually, this might be the first administration in recent history that's done it tested. Because <laughs> I know W didn't de- W didn't care. Oh, W
0: didn't give a fuck, and and Clinton was Clinton definitely didn't give a <laughs> shit shit. <laughs> He was lighting it up himself. That's that's how he was getting them hoes over. Told that girl, that's how he got that thick white girl come over. Told her you want to come over for a wake and bake. <laughs> Some of y'all don't know about that. <laughs> um, yeah, he. So, in all seriousness, Joe is blowing this thing. Joe is blowing this thing because you can fuck over a lot of people in twenty twenty one. You can fuck over the black people because y'all do it routinely. Yep. You maybe can fuck over the people who who you promised stuff to. You cannot fuck over the weed people. No. You cannot fuck over the weed people. Let me say that again. You can't fuck over the gay people. And you can't fuck over the weed people. The weed people will come for your ass. uh, Or the weed people will leave your ass hanging uh, at the voting booths come midterms. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weed people are gaining strength. Yeah, a lot of these, lot of these states is getting legal. A lot of these states, marijuana is profitable.
1: Also, everybody smokes weed.
0: Everybody, everybody. <laughs> everybody in tw- in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, if you didn't if you didn't adopt a weed habit. <laughs> Well, if you didn't well, if you weren't smoking weed, you were probably like me trying to stay trying to stay right so you can get a job. Uh I'm definitely missing something. Um uh but that's about to be out the door uh come May. Anyway, um but yeah, if you didn't if you didn't you ain't had shit else to do. You ain't had shit else to do but work from home and get high. Right? And that's gaining strength, and more of these states are getting legal, and that shit is getting super profitable. I keep up with the stock market; that shit is getting profitable. Look, you can't fuck over these weed people because the more because the more money weed makes, means the more money the government is going to make mm-hmm. off of it. They about to tax this shit like 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 alcohol. One of the benefits all right
1: ah went down the wrong way one of the benefits of, of working from home for a lot of people not me okay because I would never do that but for a lot of people one of the benefits of working from home is that you could light up or drink while on the job without repercussion again I am not
0: one of those people I am not one of those people I will say that someone in my call of duty team who shall remain nameless? Does it routinely while playing Call of Duty while keeping their mic and camera off <laughs> in their meeting? Uh that's a lot of multitasking. I would never
1: ever, ever do that. But I, I feel like it is ill advised. Um, for him to take such action against people, especially when part of his campaign uh, made you know, at least half-hearted promises to create a pathway to legalization uh, for marijuana.
0: <clears throat> this is true. Um, but more importantly, as you said, don't fuck with the weed heads. Don't fuck with the weed heads, cause you need. Let me tell you something: the Republicans are get are only getting stronger. Because whether they like it or not, and they don't, Trump is their demigod. Whether they like it or not, he's he's their party's most powerful entity. He's very likely to run again. And as it stands, the Democrats do not have a champion. And Biden ain't it. We didn't vote for him because he was a champion. And so y'all need all the galvanize, all the votes you can, so you can't afford to be alienating the weed people. I'm just saying, all the motherfuckers you fired, they about to get spots on Fox. Shouting it from the rooftops how they got fucked over. They got to do the spots on CNN. Van Jones going to be interviewing them. You're going to see their faces a lot in the next two years. Also, with some of the shit that y'all put them through, They got to take the edge off
1: somehow, man. You're going to have a bunch of people on staff that are just emotionally unadjusted for the bullshit.
0: We should also be a requirement. It should almost be a requirement. Um, what else happened? Oh, I didn't. So I didn't, I didn't have this written down originally. Uh, but I do feel like I saw this this morning and had to speak on it. CBS. Um, the, the leading brand in mediocre white television, uh, just put out a trailer for a new show written by someone named Chuck Lorre, who I was, I'm not, I'm not, uh, sitcom familiar, but I was told that if there's a bad sitcom on CBS, um, Chuck Lorre is probably the mind behind it. Hmm. He wrote two and a half men Mm. and he wrote big bang theory. And that was Mm. all I needed to know. Okay. He has a new, he has a new series coming out called the United States of Al. Who is Al you ask? This is a story. Apparently the premise is this guy has come back from overseas. This, this soldier has come home. He's been discharged, come home from Afghanistan. And he has brought home his Afghan translator to live with him and his basic white his basic looking white family. And the and Al, the translator, is basically the Middle Eastern version of a magic Negro uh who talks something between like something between Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite and Fez from that seventies show and doesn't know shit about shit, but always has a magic lesson to teach you. Is this one of those shows
1: that's about the absurdity of American customs as told through a person who's unfamiliar with them?
0: Something like that. Uh, I'm already not interested. It's Tom Hanks in the Terminal. It's, you know, it's whatever. And let me just say I have, in the past in 2021 I have not seen a worse reading of The Room than making a sitcom about a soldier bringing home his afghan translator to live with them after we know for a fact that so that that so many that so many afghani people who worked as translators were left behind after after they pulled out of afghanistan to die and were considered traitors
1: is he in a relationship with this translator or is that person just staying with them or do we even care
0: it's his friend or whatever. It's his. It's they. They made friends over there, and his family is all. You know, thank you for keeping him safe or whatever. So it's and, perfect
1: strangers, basically. Yeah. Okay. He's cousin Balky. Okay.
0: And I don't. I. I was not familiar with Chuck Lorre going into this. Huh. I'm familiar with him now. He is a, immediately a front runner for the Read the Room Award. Yeah, I'm good. I've never seen such a... a, And I know he's white. I know he's white. I don't have to be told. He's white. Because only a white person... Not only just a white person. Only the white person who came up with Big Bang Theory. Which is some of the most bullshittiest bullshit I have ever seen in my fucking life. Don't get me started on why Big Bang Theory is bullshit.
1: I've seen a few minutes of one episode and I... I didn't. cannot imagine myself being
0: less interested in anything. Let me tell you something. I I I was courting a chick one time. This nigga said courting. Courting. Um, I was at her. I was at her place a lot, and she loved Big Bang Theory, and she loved saying "bazinga" after everything. She loved Big Bang Theory, and that was where I would go to the other side of the room and write. And she begged me to come over to her. Well, she didn't have a bed. Is this the one that did not have a bed? This is the one that did ah. not have a bed. This is
1: <laughs> the story comes full
0: circle. <laughs> we have to you know, we have to re-release that. We have to, <laughs> we have to re-release that and put that on social media, the the um the old the old furniture house commercials. Yeah. Um but yes, I was dating a woman who did not own a bed. Who did not on a bed, who did not on a couch, she had a mattress topper. Wow. She had a mattress topper, a blanket, and a large dog who liked to sit who liked to sit on your feet. Yeah. 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 Um and she would sit, she would lay on her mattress topper, sleeping in, and watch the Big Bang Theory all day. I hate this fucking show. <laughs> I don't wanna say this is the reason we didn't work out. It is a contributing factor. It's, I mean,
1: the no furniture thing <laughs> might also contribute.
0: Look, her titties were big enough. I was willing to fight through it. That is something to consider. I was, I was willing to fight through it. She has some big titties. I was, uh, but big thing. Big Bang Theory was the line. Big Bang Theory, that was the line. I'll show you as a young nigga how much I was willing to put up with.
1: So, you're saying Chuck Lorre must be stopped?
0: Chuck Lorre must be fucking stopped. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Send your racist stories. Send your real-life racist encounters um, along with your uh, along along with the, any stories you think we've missed. Questions for myself, D. Randall. Any guests we have on this podcast, please send them to Uh, Please send them to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. Also, uh, visit the new and improved opinionswhileblack.com where you can find links to uh, other ways to listen to this podcast, merch, and more information about the Least Sober Team in podcasting. Mm -hmm. We'll be back with your listener, letters, and top three STFUs. You are currently listening to Houston's Most Savage Podcast, Pour Up. we are back we are black we are opinionated and clearly i'm obviously i'm drunk i haven't talked about that i haven't talked about that girl and that lack of and and her note and her mattress topper in a while in quite some time at least since the old studio yeah um oh god the houston that houston furniture house commercial we have to (laughs) we have to find that and repost that On, uh, on the, the, the Instagram for shits and giggles. Yeah. Uh, that was definitely one of the funnier times we've had doing this podcast. If somebody, that's one of them I I forgot about. If somebody asked me, somebody asked us at the end of the year, what was one of our favorite moments? That would be a favorite moment.
1: That was hilarious. That's some real shit too.
0: (laughs) If ever there was somebody that could, that could do an advertisement for why you need furniture. I would definitely be the person after that unpleasant experience. Yeah.
1: Cause everybody at some point in their lives dated someone or attempted to date someone that was severely missing something
0: in their place of residence. That girl was severely missing everything, (laughs) everything. And, and, and just to show you how fancy she got when her, when her parents came over, when her parents came for her graduation, she pulled out the air mattresses. Wow. She got fancy on them. Wow. She fancy, huh? <laughs> she did. She didn't even get like hand-me-down furniture like the rest of us. She was like, "Oh my god, my parents are coming. What are they going to say?" And sure enough, she cuz Walmart on what that Walmart on Westheimer, huh. um where where the old movie theater was. Yep was in walking distance so she went over there and was like what are we gonna do and her solution was a bunch of air mattresses (sighs) her parents didn't say shit that's how I knew her that's how I knew her family came from the sticks man came from nothing that's how I know they came from the they started from the bottom started from the bottom now we at the bottom (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Generational curses, like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is time for Listener Letters. Um, David Santiago. Oh. Oh. Uh, finally. <laughs> right. So sorry I haven't hit you with my usual Riddler antics in a minute. Mm-mm. Thank y'all for putting me on blast about it. Yeah, don't apologize. Uh, two weeks ago. I've been in nice weather himbo mode. Here's a doozy for you. I've been openly polyamorous for a minute now. And I'm seeing a few women and have been open about it since the beginning. Okay. One of them got a little miffed at me uh, because she didn't think that me saying I wasn't ready, I wasn't into committing to anyone monogamously and that I love freely wasn't clear enough in terms of the fact that I've been thotting around. A friend recently posted something about men not having to, not having to lie because if a woman loves one enough, she'll lie to herself. (laughs) Uh, and that can apply in reverse as well so what are your thoughts on nuanced relationships, people hearing what they want instead of what was said and the expectations uh, people have of each other in poly relationships well um, much like anything else, oh he says down here also still haven't stopped laughing about Derek Jackson I love that people are having will. such fun with this Um, I will say this people, there are some people that are in that, that identify as polyamorous or any of the, really any of the different ways you can be in relationships now, um, that identify as a thing because they've had that talk with themselves there are people that identify as polyamorous because they've sat down and they've looked at self and they've asked themselves some hard questions um, about who they are, how they, how they fit in certain relationships, why they weren't comfortable in that, in that previous model. And why they're comfortable and and what model they could be in to be comfortable. They've had those they've asked those, they've had those talks, they've asked those questions and they've did they've done the real self work. And there are other people like with most things who assign themselves something out of desperation. This was me for a while actually. I dabbled in polyamory because I had not been treated well in the traditional model. Specifically, not because I felt a way, not because I, because I had not been treated well in the traditional model and it just made more sense. I, I, I had not experienced a relationship in which someone had been faithful to me. So something about me. So I figured something about me was giving off a vibe, and so I dabbled, a little dabble. Is that the model I believe in? I don't. I don't think so. Um, I don't assign myself a model, honestly. Um, but I think that I. I, I, I if I do assign one to myself, it's because I will have asked myself the hard questions. Forgive my ignorance.
1: And, and I, and I, and I say this because I, I've, and, and, and I apologize if I'm generalizing anyone. Go ahead. When I say this, how are we certain that people, people, and I'm not talking about David Santiago in particular, but generally speaking. Okay. How are we certain that people who state that they are polyamorous are simply not people who don't want to be in um
0: monogamous a,
1: a, a committed relationship. Or 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 even the, the understanding of, of how people see relationships in general.
0: Like how do we you're asking how do we know that they're really poly- polyamorous and not that they just want to fuck around right and or, that's a that's
1: an issue too yeah or you know how when people people have different stages of dating where you know at some point they're dating casually and then at some point they decide to quote unquote go steady or whatever like when people are polyamorous and this is this is more of a question than a generalization sure are they saying that they are treating each relationship with each person that they're with, with equal energy as they would with one person in a monogamous relationship.
0: I think that's the general idea. I think that some, I think that I think that a number of poly people that you ask mm-hmm. would say that the model is kind of the, the model is kind of tailored here and there depending on the people involved. But the idea is that I'm in a relationship with this person and we define it one way. I'm in a relationship with this person. We might define it the same way or we might define it the other way, but we're all open about it. Yeah. I'm in a relationship with this person and we might define it completely different from the other two.
1: And I I think... And I think it's that, very fluid I, I think a lot of it, I mean, obviously the, the core of all of it in some in some degree is sex, of course, because uh, we're you know all of us all of us have friends, we have different friends that we relate to in different ways, and you know and that's that's not a problem. I think when when the, the act of sex comes into the picture with polyamory, you're basically saying, "Yes, I'm having sex with you, I'm also having sex with this person, I'm also having sex with this person." And I, I, I don't know. And I, I only ask because my, you know, everyone's brain is programmed a little differently. I have enough trouble <laughs> a lot of times with one person, so <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine having, you know, the, 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 the sets of issues that you that you have with someone, with which you are intimately connected. With multiple people. I can't imagine that. Um, I can't imagine that I would personally have the energy for that um with with multiple people and I, i'm curious i i would i would actually like a conversation with someone who identifies with polyamory to really
0: understand that better we know a couple people yeah i mean obviously i mean david santiago is one well, of them. as it turns out apparently houston is a thriving poly city Houston is the, the biggest. Community.
1: It's the biggest small city in the world, um, but you know, for me, I would like to explore with them the difference between people who are, I guess, truly polyamorous and what that even means, versus people who want to fuck different people and and not feel guilty about it. I think there's a term for that too. Yeah,
0: and I think some of those people enter in, enter into those dealings. Yeah, and as long as everybody knows about it and everybody's kind of on the same page about what each person's getting out of this, they're probably cool with it. What was David's question? Because I, I know I, I completely you he, he, he just wanted our, our, our thoughts on it. I'll, I will repeat it. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on nuanced relationships, people hearing what they want to hear instead of what was said, and the expectations people have of each other in poly relationships? I, All of this kind of descends from a lack of communication or a lack thereof yeah I, I i would imagine
1: this is going to get me in trouble i would imagine that being in polyamorous relationships is like being friends with people who are groups of friends even in your yeah. groups of friends you relate to each person differently even though you are generally open about you know how you speak to, you know, the other person in your click or whatever. Sure. One-on-one, you tend to deal with each person a little bit differently. And even though y'all are all kind of open on each other's business, there are some things that you'll tell one that you won't tell the other. You'll talk to someone a different way when they're alone versus in a group. These are all just things that, that we tend to do. Right. I would imagine that with polyamory, the difference is you're fucking this group of people. And y'all have... These These still Still these different nuances That you have to You have to balance all the time That is valid Just with the knowledge that You know You're also fucking Those other people As well Um, So I I would assume That there are a number of issues That would come up I, I think You know I would imagine that You know The curiosity of Adequacy or inadequacy Would come up as well Even if you're comfortable With someone Sleeping with someone else Right You know, you may be wondering, like, damn, are they hitting it like I'm hitting it? Right. You know? And you have to, you
0: know, I guess, be comfortable enough to not want to do that, to not want to compare. Exactly. I was going to say, that's a big part of it, is that you have to know yourself. Yeah. You have to know yourself, and you have to be comfortable with yourself, if (laughs) nothing else, um, because those issues are going to creep up on you. Yeah. And you you have to be comfortable enough to be able to go... I'm doing my thing, whatever they're doing over there. Unless they want to make it my business, yeah. is none of my business.
1: Yeah, and I would imagine, I w- I would imagine that you know uh, a certain level of competition would would come into play as well in terms. It can, of it, but there it, are
0: also polyamorous yeah. relationships where everyone knows everyone.
1: That's that's also true. Um,
0: you know, Big Love taught me that. Big Love was a wild show, man. <laughs> I, as a, I have to revisit that show as a grown up. Like, as a, full, as a fully realized 30 something grown up. Here's okay. So here, here's a question that I would we,
1: we need to, whenever we get um, we don't you have to do an after dark for this one. I, I would like to get a panel of polyamorous people and really ask them this like if you have multiple partners, are you as comfortable? in being cool with all of that person's multiple partners as well. Like big love was a little different cause it was one dude with multiple wives.
0: I would say being married on multiple levels is a different thing. Yeah.
1: Um, if, if you, if David Santiago, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say for the sake of this, I'm assuming that he's heterosexual. I don't, I don't know if he is or not, but for this example, if he's
0: open that he's by,
1: okay. You know, if, if Dave is with, you know, a, a collective of people. Yeah. And they all know each other. By extension, is he as comfortable with these people possibly having multiple people and, and everyone all being... Like I said, say i I'm, I'm ignorant in that I don't... Emotionally, I don't
0: understand how it works. Um, I learned that I was too much of a smartass for polyamory. I got too much shit to say about people. I I just, I just, I personally just don't I have the energy own. for it. I'm just like, I do, do what you're doing over there. Just don't, don't tell me about it. Not because I'm going to be jealous and I don't do any of that. Jealousy's a waste of time, Mm-mm. but because I, I got too much of a smart mouth. Yeah. And I, and I think there's
1: a, there's an unpacking to be done about the difference between, for example, serial dating and something that looks like polyamory. Like if I know that we're dating and you're seeing other people too,
0: those people are affected or affectionately referred to as tourists yeah those are those are they're considered tourists and it's it's kind of frowned upon because it's like if you just want that you can say that and we don't have to enter into the same thing that I have with these two people mm. we can just hook up they because they because polyamorous people do they 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 meet and hook up and have hookups like regular mm-hmm. monogamous cishet people. Yeah. Um and a lot of that gets conflated and sometimes that gets conflated with the willingness to be in an orgy or the willingness to do to do other freaky things that vanilla cishet people mm-hmm. consider Taboo or freaky or whatever. And um that's an that's another issue, but that's another issue altogether. Yeah. Um and just that sissette's it I gotta tell you, man. Thank you, David Santiago, for yet another That's a that's a good one. <laughs> another question. I was gonna say in the, it it puts in the it, it puts into question in the spectrum of you know, sexuality versus uh partnerships and companionship. Sisets are last place, man. Sis hat's are last place, bro. We are, yeah. This is this is we we definitely
1: do need to put a forum together for people of different. I like that. Um, That's going in the notebook. Identities to discuss because I'm I'm very much the bluebell homemade vanilla, um, version of this entire discussion.
0: Look, and I tell you all this. I tell you all the time. I tell people that are in, uh, what seems to me to be functional. Rational relationships and marriages you ain't missing shit <laughs> if you got your queen you got your household you ain't missing shit if you out here in the street the streets are vastly overrated the streets are overrated That's if, what I'm hearing. If you didn't get out of if you didn't get out of streets before twenty twelve no I'll say twenty thirteen or fourteen. If you didn't get out of the streets before twenty fourteen you're kind of fucked you're kind of fucked because social media, tweet social media, and kind of, uh, there's a, I don't want to get on, oh, yeah. I'm not going there, but there's a lot of things down that road when you're in the streets that have just kind of ruined things if you're looking for that long term love. And, uh, congratulations, Courtney. <laughs> just, I'll just keep it there. Congratulations, Courtney. <laughs> you, you survived the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> And she
1: she ended up having a wedding to remember, <laughs> right? Like she she will definitely never forget that. It is worth repeating that her wedding made
0: the New York Times. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. Damn it, I was supposed to be there. Uh oh um what oh what's her name? Uh, this is kind of not really a listener letter, but Danny from Click the comments definitely enjoyed our fuck his friend joke, and they and. She was like, y'all just gotta have us back on she was like, y'all just gotta get us back on um okay. i'm a, I'm afraid <laughs> take they it they're welcome back on any time, but I'm afraid um, Wait, who was danny on with she just said y'all gotta have us back on
1: is she talking about is she talking about having the to click the comments crew? i hope not.
0: I hope not that's <sighs> That's a lot hey, of. I'm good because I just you know. I know you're good. I just press record, <laughs> and they will shoot you. And they, you're good, and they will shoot you a lot of bail. Yeah, me. You, you on the other hand, me. I'm in the deep end. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you know what? I'm a single. I I am a single cis. I am a single. Well, I'm a cis male. I'm a cis male, so I'm in trouble. You don't even have to go into the relationships. I'm just letting you know. Now, I'm a cishet male, so I'm in trouble.
1: You're gonna be looking at me like, "Help me out, bro!" And I'm gonna be looking down at these controls, like, "Man,
2: ooh
1: we that volume button needs to be." Oh, what you say, man? I'm in the water with the
0: sharks, <laughs> man. Um, because there's a lot of shit that they don't that that I I would have to explain to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh tales to enrage got a quick one. Mm-hmm. Um. He says, "Are either of you horror fans? And if so, what are some of your favorite pieces of horror media?" Ah, uh, yeah, it's a good one. It's it's actually a good one. A um, one. I like that.
1: I guess I'll go first. Um, I, I, for me, it's it's tough to say now because there's not a lot of horror, like traditional horror, right now. That moves me in the same way that it used to, Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll I'll divide this question up into two parts. The the first part of it is, you know, when I was younger, I was much more into it. Um, The top of that heap probably being Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, mainly because I was very young when it came out. Oh yeah, had I I I I was not supposed to watch that movie at that age. And the same night that I watched the movie, I actually had a dream with Freddy Krueger oh, in it. Oh shit! So you know, imagine that, and that's that's some horrifying shit. Because I, you know, I really thought that I was gone. Um, and also, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original version.
2: Ooh, wee
1: that one kind of fucked me up just because it because it, the 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 thing about that movie, even to this day, just watching it is so raw and gritty and visceral. Yep. And I think the cheapness of it makes it look makes it look realistic yeah, more realistic um, and you know at the time The Exorcist was was scary that that shit doesn't do anything to me now but you know growing up I was I was much more a fan of horror and more particularly gore like I was yeah. I don't I, I had a weird obsession with the Saw series up to a certain point just because I, I like seeing you know creative ways that people get fucked up but I wasn't scared of it. Um, as I got older, I progressed more to when I occasionally come across it, things that they classify more as psychological horror.
0: Correct. Okay. So, Fair you know,
1: enough. newer movies like The Witch, they came out Ooh. a few years ago. You know, movies that they don't really they don't really have like the jump scare factor but just the the psychological aspect of what the f- Fuck I didn't going watch on. all of that, but that was fucked up. Um, you know, movies like Hereditary, which, you know, make you kind of feel yeah. uneasy. Yeah. Those are the types that I'll I'll watch now and like, all right, you know, okay, I can kind of get a kick out of it. Because for me, it's, it's a lot about what you don't see and what's implied versus what's in your face. So a movie that's intended to be scary, like It, or actually going back, let me rewind. The original TV version of It?
0: Yeah. When it came out? Yeah. Fuck me up. I'll say that fucked a whole generation up. Fuck me up. The whole generation that doesn't fuck with clowns.
1: I was like, how are you going to show this on broadcast TV? F- facts. Uh, but most horror movies now make me laugh. Like
0: Watching the new It movies, I laughed more than anything. I, I didn't bother. I'll be honest. I, I, just, I, I, get, I had long given up since then on the, on the idea that Stephen King was a good writer. Oh, he's so, not. He's nah. not. Um, I will say... As far as horror I will say I'll say from the present going back. Um most recently Get Out. I'm I and I yeah I grew up I grew up in a household my mother loves horror. Mm-hmm. My mother is a horror fanatic. So you were gonna have you were gonna have a favorite or you were gonna have one that you saw on the TV that fucked you up forever. Um I will say my personal favorites. Get out has become a personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Because for me, it was the first time there was a horror movie that I had ever seen a horror movie specifically tailored to tap into black fear. Mm hmm. At every turn. Specifically tailored, even though there were funny parts, specifically tailored to tap into the psyche, specifically of a black man mm-hmm. and what would fuck him up. Yeah. Um, and the imagery there was so amazing like even even when the close-up when he's talking to the guy on the tv
2: mm-hmm.
0: all of that just oh the the close-up on the pixels and everything well oh, just fuck you right up matt from the bachelor definitely did not write did not watch it out. <laughs> matt looking for a rose um <laughs> keep the keys rose I, you know yeah. um uh saw was a turning point in horror for me mm-hmm. um again psychological to me it was go there was gore but there was also a psychological element that kind of tapped into the nature of um man's need to survive
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that top and that tapped into where morality goes from there yeah the first saw movie yeah it kind of, it kind of all went to shit after the. It was a gore one. fest after that, and 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 I will say this for, for all the
1: cheapness of Saw, you're absolutely right. It it does tap into the study of morality, on a, on a very on a very basic level, but it's it's very potent, right? At the same and where time. it's
0: prioritized against survival, yes. Um, I will also say. Video. I I don't know if you count Videodrome. Well, anything from Cronenberg in my book is horror. Mm. But Videodrome, because I fell asleep to it one night when I was young. I fell asleep with the TV on and Videodrome came on. That's not what you want to hear in your sleep. (laughs) (laughs) To this day, it is and then watching it i don't know what i dreamt of that night but i know it i i recognize the sounds of videodrome as such yeah that if i hear that i go into anxiety um so there's that and then there is alien in my book yeah that's one yeah the first one Alien, to this day, is one of the most terrifying fucking movies ever in the history of cinema. Yeah. Honestly. Ridley that is a -a once-in-a-lifetime genius production from top to bottom. And it's generational. Because my dad remembers, it, it sticks out in his head as such, because when he was dating my mom, he walked into our apartment one night and she was watching it. And... He stuck around for when the thing, for, for when the alien jumps out of uh, ash, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'll be back. I'm, I'm going to go to the store and get some cigarettes. Um, this is before I was born, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to the store. I'm going to go get some cigarettes. Uh, you tell me when you're finished with this. <laughs> they tell this. They used to tell this story all the time. Um, alien was so brilliant. On so many levels, because it broke so many tropes, especially where like Ridley and, and the, the Ripley. The only thing I, the only thing I've ever held against it, Ripley did everything smart. She did everything right. Mm-hmm. The only thing I've ever held against, I've ever held against this movie was that Ripley turned around was off, and she turned around to go back and get the fucking cat because it's horror. Because it's horror. You have to go back for something. Yeah. That, and they fucked off Yafik Kodo. Rest in peace, Yafik Kodo. They fucked off Yafik Kodo because he had the nerve to try to save old, scre- old uh, nervous, do-nothing-ass, screaming-ass Lambert, who screamed the entire fucking movie. I always, that's That is one of my least favorite characters of all time. She was so convincing. I hate that character so much. Yeah. She didn't do anything but scream and contribute absolutely nothing, nothing to fighting the alien. Um, so yeah, that's mine. I actually um, I do want to throw in one more thing. Uh,
1: I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. I do think that Korean horror, uh, Korean horror movies are are kind of the genre that that follows in uh, the same line that we were talking about with the first saw, in that a lot of Korean horror movies. Um, do focus on some of the, like the more moralistic aspects of right. horror, um, like audition, oh, audition, uh, the handmaiden, uh, three extremes was another one. Um, old boy is, does old boy count? I don't know if old boy counts, but it, it was a good one. And, and most recently like train to Busan which is i
0: still haven't watched that
1: you gotta watch it's it on netflix isn't it yeah yeah it, yeah. Okay. it is it is uh, yeah right. it technically qualifies as a zombie movie one of the one of the best zombie movies i've ever seen though Be-
0: okay I'm
1: in. besides it being like very good in terms of action and all that it's again another study of a certain theme i'm not going to spoil it for okay. you okay
0: okay but,
1: but again it's not and a, and a lot of korean horror stems from some type of underlying moral theme Uh that they're trying to convey. Like the handmaiden, I think was, it was a statement on like 1930s occupation by Japan or something. Um, the, the audition was, you know what it was.
0: Audition was fucked up.
1: Yeah. Um, Um,
0: isn't that the one that got rejected from masses of horror? Uh, maybe so. Okay. It was, it was, it was, it was fucked up though. um, Craig Lindsay might be able to tell me. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask him. What up, Craig? What up, Craig? Um, good question. Very good question. See, so y'all took a week off, refreshed, came back with the real shit. Came back hitting us with some real shit. So, look, so look to the listeners. And of course, um, oh, I, I forgot. Uh, Brandy Michelle hit us up on uh, Instagram and was like, "Go in, uh, go in on these relationship experts." Um, you know I'm always you know I'm always down to do that. I definitely gave them their due. Yeah, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, we we kind of did that, uh, Raise my blood pressure a little bit. Fuck them all.
1: They're just trying to get the draws,
0: y'all. Selling, y'all. Trying to get the draws. Trying, trying to get, to get the, the those draws. book sales. Um, that's it. Um, thank you guys so much for your contributions. Y'all know what to do social media where to find us on social media opinionswhileblack.com opinionswhileblack at gmail.com are the definite ways to get in touch with us uh time for the top three STFUs who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up shut up we have a runner up uh runner up is Stacy Dash again yeah man now she now she are uh, talking about she's ready to get a, she's ready to date black men again <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she makes it sound
1: like she did before.
0: Oh, oh, hello. Um, yeah. Let me just. I I can only speak for me, but I think I can also safely speak. I can also safely speak for a good percentage of the of the black male population (laughs) when I say fuck out of here. Fuck all the way the fuck out of here after the after the way you threw black people under the bus for years. Stacy Dash is the Stacy Dash is only a half step down from Rose from Get Out. I would give Rose, I would let Rose hold the keys before I let Stacy Dash hold the keys. Uh,
1: shout out to the to the small segment of niggas that would be like, <clears throat> I mean,
0: I still hit though. Look, we know niggas are niggas. You know, I such, I ain't mad. I'm, you know, I. I wouldn't, but I'm also not judging them. As I have said on this pro- on this podcast before, niggas would stick their dick in mud if they thought it wiggle for them. And I'm sure they do. <laughs> and and some maybe have. I'm just, like, we, we know some niggas are just gonna be niggas. If, if Rachel Kirkconnell saying nigga or, 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 or Rachel Kirkconnell in a fucking uh, antebellum dress isn't a deal breaker, if a, if a white woman saying nigga isn't a deal breaker. Could be a turn on. Why the fuck would I expect someone who goes who who calls us who calls us the hard R and throws us on the bus on under the bus on Fox News? Why would I expect that to be a deal breaker? Yeah.
1: It's one for me, it ain't for them. Yeah, she ain't she ain't fine enough for that anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's lost its luster. Yeah. Whatever, you know, she gotta drink she gotta drink some more of that milk from Snow White and the Huntsman or whatever. I don't know. Um I feel like whatever was happening to her Started happening to Charlize Theron and she took it away from her? <laughs> Charlize Theron ain't aged in like 10 years.
1: Shout out to my African queen.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm saying the, mother- the motherland the motherland treated her well. You know? <laughs> you know? Um,
0: number three. Oh, oh, we do have another runner-up. I've never seen him in the runner-up position. Jason Whitlock. Shut up! You sent me that shit last night. Jason Whitlock, punk ass. They as somebody asked him if he was getting vaccinated, and he said the only vaccine he need, the only remedy he needs for COVID is vitamins, green juice, exercise, and exercise. All of which are things he has never been exposed to. So, in other words, he needs the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> and no, and no, Jason Whitlock, you cannot get the vaccine through Uber Eats. <laughs> you will have to get up and leave the house Uh, bring your sweat rag it's getting warm my goodness and y'all
1: please don't inject it in the back of his neck it'll never reach anything
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh man
1: this man fixed his
0: mouth (laughs) to do anything other than eat (laughs) Oh man, I knew when I saw when I saw the link said Jason Whitlock. I knew we were going down a bad path. Oh man! And don't get me wrong. Again, we addressed this before. Mm -hmm. We should be staying healthy. We should be finding ways to boost our immune system. Yes, treatment is also a thing. Right. And, And
1: as a side note to everyone who's going back and forth with that whole, well, you know, they're not, they're not, you know, all of a sudden the flu has disappeared. You don't see them having the same energy for heart disease and all that. It's also a very good idea for you to try to stay as healthy as you can. It is. Um, Whether you agree with the vaccine or not, um, a lot of you motherfuckers who are out here, you know, um, dispelling the. I'm not going to tell you What to feel about the vaccine You know We've discussed before There are reasons There are valid reasons Why people have apprehension About doing so True But don't be that person To say Well you know If you just got exercise And ate right um, You wouldn't have to worry
0: about it Because most of you motherfuckers Are not doing that Diet and exercise Is a way to go It is not It should not be the only way To go in a pandemic Especially if you are not doing that Which most of you are not Doing Nope You're not If there
1: was a Venn diagram For people who were COVID deniers Did not wear masks And who also said that Heart disease and obesity Are the same as COVID That's a circle It's a solid circle Full circle 100% over 100 COVID is a communicable disease Um, Heart disease and obesity Have other factors that come into play None of which can be transmitted From person to person Through casual contact
0: So Fuck you Jason Whitlock Really, honestly, <laughs> number three is Lil Mama. Oh goodness, uh, her lip gloss is no is definitely less popping than it was. Fuck her lip gloss, man. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how no one ever gave a damn about her lip gloss. So no one did. Uh, that that song went nowhere. Um, it was jamming for like ten minutes, and then and then uh, Chicken Noodle Soup came out. Which was the better version? Wow. <laughs> basically, um, also Bianca Fine. <laughs> Let me just say that. Uh, little chicken noodle soup. Fine. Um, little Mama got into a little little bit of trouble. Um, basically, having some transphobic comments. Very pointed. Uh, very pointed at calling a, at calling a transphobic woman a man, mm-hmm. which is just. Well, not only that, called her a, a tranny. You can't say tranny anymore. Yeah, you cannot. You cannot say that anymore. Um, I think they've all but deleted out a forty-year-old virgin. That's a pretty big sign. You can't say it anymore, mm. or it's, at least it's not socially acceptable. Yeah. Um, little mama, you have spent so long being bitter because nobody could because nobody could tell the difference between you and Bow Wow. And she's only making it worse because they both say dumb shit, equally dumb shit. And y'all had you and you had to go on growing up hip hop just so you could say that you and Bow Wow had been the same place at the same time. And then they went and dug up your they they went and dug up your uh, your quotes from America's best dance crew. Why the fuck did we why the fuck did nobody say anything about the fact that Lil Mama was on America's best dance crew? Because because no one was watching it. Oh, that's at the true time. too. That's true too. Yeah. And it didn't and 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 it they swept that shit under a rug real fast after one of them judges turned out to be feeling on little girls. Mm. Shout out to Shane Sparks. Oh. Uh and then, you know, of course it was JC Chasse who was, you know, JC. <laughs> who was uh, yeah. basically not just in Timberlake hey yeah mario lopez who has not aged (laughs) mario lopez has not aged in like 15 years shout out to hgh (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: little
1: mama told the trans woman who's one of the dancers competing on the show um she she was not pleased with the woman's performance and said she forgot that she was a man i want you to remember that you were born a man And if you are going to be the face of trans, that's how she's worded it, y'all, not my words. If you're going to be the face of trans, then you need to carry yourself more ladylike. Your movements need to be more ladylike.
0: But right now, you're up there looking like a man. I have never understood why people feel so compelled to needle these people about what they are and what they aren't. Because it doesn't affect you in any way. Let these people be whatever whatever they... identify as and whatever they feel they are what they identify as let them be that is it and mind your fucking business is it affecting you at all mind your fucking business she also has shit to say about Dwayne Wade's daughter um a lot of y'all say to y'all a lot of y'all go out here and say that say that y'all are uh single and you ain't <laughs>
1: And we don't say shit to you. Single when my wife isn't around. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's,
0: <laughs> that's kind of
1: shit y'all say. I'm just yeah, saying. She said, you know, kids are too young to vote. They're too young to drink. They're too young to make a lot of other decisions. But they're they're old enough uh, to decide to change their genitalia. And genitalia. I say genitalia. That's my countryside coming out when I drink. Little um, mama
0: still gets carded. Huh? Little mama still gets carded. And just barely. That's why she mad at She's that. old. Hold up, man. Lil' Mama's like 30. I was going to say, she's old as shit. She's in her 30s. She's like, She looks
1: like a, a, a like a garden gnome. Like, she needs to shut the fuck up. We need to treat her like Jay-Z.
0: Mm. No, no, go ahead and hit her with the shut the fuck up. Shut up! We need to treat her like Jay-Z did. Remember when Jay-Z, when Jay-Z was singing New York State of Mind... And did not pay her any attention. And paid her no attention. And slapped her on the ass and get the fuck out of the way. To this day, that was the... to this day. Jay Z has no idea who the fuck that was, <laughs> where the fuck they came from, and who told and and who the fuck told production that he wanted backup dancers. Yeah, can someone get the help off the stage, please? <laughs> who the fuck is this? Yeah, Lil mama got to shut the fuck up. Honestly, shut up. Um, number two is Quavo. Uh-huh. if Quavo hadn't said anything uh-huh. if Quavo had not said a single word this week at all he would still be on this list for blowing it with Sweetie I consider him fucking up with Sweetie about like D. Randall considers Eric Benet fucking up with Halle Berry I mean I don't you didn't have to do much for you
1: yeah I don't I don't I don't know how high sweetie is up on this on this on this ladder but Halle Berry you know Halle Berry was the pinnacle for a while (laughs) and for any man to fuck that up whether she's crazy or not for any man to fuck that up at the time was inconceivable especially for someone like Eric Benet who could not stay with Halle Berry because he had a sex addiction
0: because he had a sex addiction and wasn't taking it out on Halle Berry
1: so, if if Sweetie is this generation's Halle Berry, then...
0: Oh, well, okay. Maybe not this generation's Halle Berry. Uh-huh. But to fuck that up, uh, that, your stock got to slide a little bit. And and honest, let's be honest. Let's go ahead and be honest right now. Cardi and Sweetie are the only thing keeping Amigos relevant right now. When was the last time you was really fucking with Amigos joint? Exactly. Very good. Okay. Only thing keeping Amigos relevant at this point between them and Popeyes, them, do this, Popeyes. Do they still have the Amigos pack at Popeyes? Uh, they don't have the Amigos thing anymore. It was well, then, the last thing they were kind of known for. Well, then that's not relevant then. That, and maybe maybe if you listen closely enough, uh, the Winter Soldier trailer song. Uh, I just remember that because it was on a really bad Mark Wahlberg movie that will be forever burning in my head. Um,. But that's all. That's it. Ain't nobody keeping them relevant except Cardi and Sweetie. And if ever there were going to be somebody to keep me relevant, God damn it, I would want it to be fine-ass Sweetie. But then, after she said on social media, I'm single, I'm tired of the lies, I'm tired of the bullshit. I know. Uh, tired of the lies, tired of the bullshit. He gets on and tries to flip it in a very... In a very offset y'all one fashion, <laughs> and says you are not the woman I thought you were. Wow. Trying to flip something, he fucked up, and you fucked up, and you fucked up right before the summer.
1: That's perfect because
0: Sweetie about to be out here stunting on your ass.
1: So the picture of him being knighted by Future was actually on point then. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense now. you're not the woman I thought you were.
0: Sweetie didn't give a fuck. She quoted that tweet and said, "Take care."
1: Look, I'm going to call it what it is. You know, the world's starting to slowly open up again. Um, you know, it, it's 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 probably time for people to, you know, to start moving out and about.
0: It's true. It's Just true.
1: like the homeboy that I had that used to break up with his girl before Christmas and get back with her after <laughs> after Valentine's Day for like three years in a row. Quavo knows how he's playing his cards. he's trying to leave his options open when the world opens up again. You know, he had, you know, he had a little pandemic situation, you know, he had to, you know, had to keep a safe deposit box.
0: He saw Ari Lennox getting a summer bite together and he's out there trying to get back in the game. I'm just saying, you know, I am too. I understand. You know,
1: Migos is probably about to get back on the road for the first time in, you know, over a year. And, you know, maybe he just doesn't want to be held down. Um, not sure who he thought she was prior to this, but I can assure you she's the same person that she's gonna be in like three months. It's true. When a Michael B. Jordan esque dude
0: is knocking on the door. Let Kofi get out here and you know what I'm saying? Uh Quavo, Quavo gotta shut the fuck up, bro. Like shut you you up. You can't draw them parallel you can't you can't be moving parallel to offset like that publicly, y'all y'all already kind of getting irrelevant, man. And and you know offset good, offset good for now. For now, takeoff is uh, I think he no, got an open
1: case somewhere. Nobody cares.
0: No one cares. So you know y'all gotta y'all gotta keep that ship right, man. Y'all keep the bad coming in. Um, and the number one person who should shut the fuck up. This should be no surprise by now. Is The Bachelor's Rachel Kirkconnell, otherwise known as Becky with the Klan hood. <laughs> uh, Becky with the Klan hood definitely got to shut the fuck up. We, I think we've uh, we've established that um, this even before the racism. This this is a fucking airhead, but adding the racism in makes her look like twice the airhead. Because how old is she? she's twenty four
1: yeah according to the clip that you showed me like literally everything i know about the bachelor came from you
0: okay fair enough
1: yeah i think she was 24
0: bruh and here's the thing and this is why people are so hard on matt james and dragging him so bad this past week nobody nobody's really upset about you entering into an interracial relationship not for real especially since his mother's half-white right because his mother's, or his half mother's white.
1: white he's half white his mother's white i've
0: always said that this is a sliding scale based on attractiveness because because let's keep it real there's the possibility that someone would fuck matt james mm-hmm. jordan peele is in fact half white and married to a white woman and no one gives a shit because no one wants to fuck jordan peele that is true if jordan peele looked like trey songs they'd burn his house down tomorrow That's just my little bit of realness on that. Yeah. But even aside from that, if you're going to enter into an interracial relationship, there should and usually is the race talk. Yeah, you got to have it. It's got to be had. It's usually not easy. We we I remember us reporting on Eve and her and her husband having a real rough day. Yeah, having the race talk, and that's the way it's supposed to be. There are going to be some uncomfortable truths. That your white counterpart probably isn't ready to hear, you know who's had that talk serena williams Serena Williams definitely <laughs> had that talk because her husband no one to shut the fuck up hey he he was he was acting in accordance with well, real he was talk, at that game real talk get, uh, get it It's it's not getting married it's staying married yeah <laughs> um
1: I would also imagine that whoever rihanna dates also gets the talk, and her talk is usually like. Nigga don't fuck this up
0: I was gonna say Ain't (laughs) a lot of talking On the man's side You ain't gotta tell Rihanna ain't gotta tell me Shit Not a nothing Whatever you like If you think I wouldn't be Hopping around Hopping around on one leg Barking like a dog Fucking with Rihanna
1: Carrying her purse for her
0: You got life all fucked up (laughs) Shit
1: Um, As long as she keeps you Draped in big nigga clothes
0: You nigga You know it (laughs) Um, Rachel Kirkconnell and so I tried to give Matt James the benefit of the doubt even having a white mother that the race conversation was had and not for nothing Matt James's brother Mm -hmm. John Scorpio in case we didn't say this on air John Scorpio is a nigga I was when you brought that to my attention
1: I I became upset. And I I was upset because in all these weeks that you've been telling me about Matt and his adventures with yeah. the bachelor. He had a Jamal the entire time.
0: In his family, an older brother. An older Jamal. Facts. With plaited hair. <laughs> <laughs> Who wears Dickies. Look like that. He looked like that big brother from the from the wood. Yes. He should know better. And you know what? I know.
1: I know. I know for a fact that after that show was done. That his brother spoke to him. Because the next time he appeared on national television, this man had a full. A beard. A
0: full beard. That was a beard for your ass. And and put beard oil in it. Yeah. That was a shiny beard. Did not comb it. <laughs> didn't did not comb it, did not edge it up <laughs> Nope. under the lip. Nope. Uh that was a that was a beard. That was a depression beard. That's why he didn't comb it. That was a depression yeah. beard. Uh because that nigga looked mad depressed like, by he, it. He went full Isaac's on your And office. you can see in the in that interview before he comes out with Rachel that Matt had clearly not had race conversation one with this dumb broad. Not one. Them half-ass answers, and Emmanuel, and Emmanuel Ocho, I thought he was gonna hold it down hosting. Nah, he he just got there, man. Man, he shot her a lot of bait, a lot of bail. He shot her a lot of bail, and and these half-ass answers talking about. And he very clearly said, "Talk me through what you're currently doing to do better in terms of race relations to be better." And she said, "I could list." all the podcasts i'm listening to all the movies i'm watching all the books i'm reading i pulled out my pen and paper you pulled it out in vain she did not name one (laughs) and pivoted right to but none of that's gonna help until we as a people come together shut up and do the work go the fuck away Rachel Kirkano is the worst. And let me tell you something, the only thing I will, sh- the only thing I will shoot Matt James to bail on is the fact that he, t- he told her to her face. I hope you do the work. I hope you do the work. I think you're capable of doing the work, but I am not gonna be here watching you take the L's and being responsible for the L's you take because you ain't doing the work. The box must've been whack. The box was absolutely. He broke up with her over the phone. Yeah, the box was whack. He broke up with her over the phone. Yeah, I can guarantee you, if him and the forehead girl had broke up, they would have certainly. It would have certainly been after he hit one more time. Certainly, I, I'm just saying, Rachel Kirkano blew this. Like she could have really flipped this. She could have really flipped this if she wanted to. She was who we thought she was. Uh well, she could have but see and and the with the history of the bachelor having of being terrible with black people and race she had all the leverage to flip this into hosting something, into being the new bachelorette, into anything.
1: We have to remember one very important point. She's twenty four years old. Yeah. She's dumb.
0: She don't know shit about shit. That's um, cool.
1: Uh, remember yourself at the age of twenty four And the types of decisions that you would have made in this
0: instance.
1: That's all I'm saying. Yeah. She is exactly who we think she
0: is. Yeah. Becky with the clan hood got to shut the fuck up. Shut up! Definitely. And somebody said, I want to sit her and John the Scorpio down now. Yes. and And watch him make her watch Rosewood.
1: Ooh. And watch some of his music
0: videos. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery science problematic theater. Man, oh man, that'd be lit. Um, and that's really—if y'all are wondering if I'm going to be invested in the new Bachelor, no. Am I going to be invested <laughs> in uh, Michelle Cute Asses the Bachelorette?
1: No. What if it's another black bachelor though? Which it won't be.
0: Mm, unless it's Emmanuel Acho. You know, he used to date,
1: uh, Yvonne Orgy.
0: Oh, he, oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, Insecure? Yeah. He definitely, well, yeah, he definitely fucked that up. I know what happened. Cause she's I... celibate. Cause she's celibate and he wasn't waiting to hit. Yeah. Yeah. He came in trying to fuck and, and had it all fucked up. Yeah. I know what happened. I know what happened. He, I, I've been there. It's cool. I get it. Uh, D. Randall, if we done a podcast. We have certainly done a podcast. We did a fucking podcast today. Um, I want to thank everybody as usual. Before you do that. Yeah. We forgot. Shout out to Troy Finney. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Houston people. Chief Acevedo is the fuck out of here. Not only is Chief Acevedo the fuck out of here on the Florida somewhere. um, Miami. Miami. which coincidentally is in a state of emergency Which right is now. In a state of emergency, basically the Bermuda Triangle out there um, has been replaced with a nigga from Hiram Clark, a, a deep-talking, dark-skinned nigga who says shit like "We ready."
1: No, he said, "I'm ready," and he said, and they asked him and said, "So, what? What are your thoughts about the transition between you and uh, Chief and... Oh, the transition's gonna be what it is. That
0: that's how I knew he was a nigga. Yes! It's gonna be what it is. South side, nigga. I am so ready. I am ready. I got I got a list. I got a list. Ain't even got shit to do with him. Man, let me take you over here to Holmes Road. Let me show you what the fuck going on. Hey man, over between here. Holmes Road, between Scott and and Fanning,
1: I need you to fix that, bro.
0: I need you to expedite that process we don't
1: have actual lanes bro it's a solid piece of what should be a street
0: but mostly potholes i need you to get on it bro expeditiously. i know that's not your department i know it's not your job but you know somebody that knows somebody uh that can get on this shit um so yeah shout out to shout out to my boy troy uh i'm just calling just Troy. I just mean, we're Troy. not even going to do his last name. Young that, that Troy. Boy, that boy Troy. with Tr- Madison High School. N- you know, n- Top Pot. Nigga. N- n- stay in Brentwood. You know. <laughs> what you know, bro? He been, I need, That's why I need a police chief that's been to the beefing bun once in his <laughs> life. Got that good old baked potato. Hey, oh, man. man. Salute, bro. Just don't fuck up, man. That's all. I'm just saying. don't fuck up. We just gave you and, a lot of energy. you know... Try to get them to beat our asses less. Remember that convenience store we were talking about at the top of the show? Yeah. <laughs> Can you start there, please? Start there. Actually, nah, leave them alone. They're good. I need a nigga I need a I need a nigga in charge who knows what's who know who knows that, that spot used to be Sonny's. Mm. Over on over on Buffalo Speedway. Oh man. I need that nigga. Um meet me at the red wagon. <laughs> oh, oh red wagon. What you know about <laughs> them slushes, nigga? Or we still get snow cones up in there. Hey. Oh man. Yeah. So, thank y'all. Thank you so much um for riding this ride with us. It's getting it's getting a little more savage.
1: <laughs> we going we going to tone down the savagery.
0: Uh, no, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um Thank y'all so much for riding with us, man. It's this is only the beginning. As as we see some light at the end of the pandemic tunnel, we're gonna try to do some things. Uh, we're gonna try to shake it up a little bit. You're gonna see some changes around here. You might already be seeing them on social media. Mm-hmm. Trying to get a little professional in this bitch because uh, we're definitely not professional on the air. Um, y'all do need to sit down for a couple weeks, so. <laughs> Just like two weeks. Man. Just give us two weeks to let the numbers stabilize or something, um, and so we can have so we can do something for our anniversary. Don't y'all want to do that? Don't y'all don't y'all miss getting drunk with us <laughs> or me? <laughs> the last time we did the last time was quite a function. I'll Ooh. say that. Uh, I know I was pretty fucked up. I was
1: glad that I was at home.
0: I was. <laughs> pretty fucked up. I would never tell the full story of that. Um mm. but thank you guys for supporting us through this. Like I said, I told y'all we were going to get through this. Um and we're going to be back. We're going to be here. We'll be back next week with more foolishness and fuckery and more savagery. Until then, this has been episode 3130. Yep. Of Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. I am D Randall. As always, forever in parting titties.